Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Their season is done. That's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say, wake up, everybody. Hey, it's time to wake up. Why? It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote now. Without further ado, I cannot wait to do this every single week. My friend, my partner, the brains of the outfit, and I tell you right now, honestly, he is the hardest working man in show business today. The brains of the outfit, the one and only Mr. Brian No. Hello, Apple B. Cinnamon. Yes, sir. What's going on, Andy Furman? Glad to be here with you. It's a tasty week three slate. Yes. And also... Yes. A lot of action in college football, oh, right? Oh, and we got a little oh. bit of, uh, you know, some uh, some LeBron and Lakers talk. We can work in there as well. It's a regular so. smorgasbord of sports. See, now that's interesting right there. I don't put the H in smorgasbord. This, to me, is it's a tomato-tomato type thing. Yes. It's a little bit like a data-data type thing, right? But right, right. Potato, I go potato. smorgasbord, but here's the twist, Andy. Yeah. I go spiel. So I'm pro H with Spiel. I'm anti H with Smorgasbord. It's weird how I get down. Very weird. It really is. You know, it's funny because as much as I love coming here every Sunday with you, it's even more so now because there's material. There's 
the sports. Then we could talk about the games. I love it. Yesterday, glued to the tube. And I mentioned coming into this segment, this season's done. And I'm talking about the Sooners of Oklahoma. It's done. And I'll tell you yeah. what, I'm going to relate this to the baseball season where 60 games, people were yelling and screaming. It's great because every game means something. And right now, every game does mean something with the shortened schedule. Oklahoma losing one. They're gone. One and done, baby. They're finished for the year. They're not going anywhere because I think there's going to be a lot of teams that probably go undefeated. Well, yeah, yeah, and I threw it out there. I uh, That was my thought right after the game. I thought that, look, look at the Pac-12, for instance. This is where I think the shortened season can actually help them. Right. If you've got, let's say it's a 7-0 Oregon team um, or some other Pac-12 team, they go 7-0, they run the table, and they're going head-to-head with Oklahoma. And let's say Oklahoma wins out from here on out. Losing at home to a Kansas State team that shouldn't have a great record at the end of the year, that's a bad loss. And I think there are going to be numerous undefeated teams. Even if you don't think the Pac-12 team is more deserving than Oklahoma to get in there, I think there are going to be numerous undefeated teams. And if it's Oklahoma against another team in a Power 5 conference that plays as many games or even more games and is undefeated, your season, it's a wrap. It's over before it even really begins. It's amazing me, Oklahoma losing 38-35 in Norman to Kansas State. Skylar Thompson passed for over 300 yards, ran for three touchdowns. Kansas State came back from like 21 points to beat the Sooners yesterday. And really and truly, uh, Blake Lynch, 50-yard field goal, first time in his career, a little over four minutes to go to seal the win. And the interception at the end of the game really closed the door and put the nails in the coffin. Let's hear that interception from K-State. Rattler under some pressure, fires, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by the Wildcats. Jerron McPherson with now just 34 seconds to go. Oklahoma does not have a timeout. Unbelievable. Jerron McPherson intercepting the ball off of Rattler. I mean, it's amazing, really. I mean, but you That know was what? a horrible throw, by the way. It that was. was a brutal throw. He had a guy wide open on a crossing route. And the ball was just high behind him. The receiver couldn't even get a fingertip on the ball. It was, it was that bad of a pass. It was, it was brutal. a duck. It was terrible. I mean, but certain teams have certain teams' numbers, and Kansas State has had somewhat success against. I mean, not many teams have in that conference have success against Oklahoma, but Kansas State has had a little success with them. A well, little. It's the bit. second straight year they took them right. down. So yeah, that qualifies. Right. Oklahoma made it to the college football playoff last year after losing to Kansas State. Now that was on the road. Right. And um, I, and that was a full season with everybody. It was a normal season in all across college football. This season is a lot, lot, lot different. And when you have a shortened schedule, I think the losses, like you said, Andy, they they mean a whole lot more. So I think it's exciting. I like it's great. I love it. Yeah. That you have so much on the line every single week in college football, especially this season. I like that. Now, we know it's going to be knockdown, dragout argument city when it comes time to select the final four teams. The arguments this year, holy cow, we have arguments every single year. This year is going to be the worst of the knockdown dragouts. And that's great. Yeah, and it's it's exciting. It's fun. It's kind of the madness of college football. It's the good and the bad all tied up into one thing. You talk about the madness of college football. I mean, 
Think about this. And I, I do have a heart. People will kind of question that, but I do. And I'm watching that LSU game against uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State. Mississippi State beats LSU 44-34. Mike Leach comes in there. Uh, that quarterback, like Costello with the transfer from Stanford, passes over for 600 yards. The person I feel for most yesterday, Miles Brennan. The quarterback of LSU who has to follow the footsteps of an undefeated Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback. You know, to me, this guy has got to be sticking his head in the sand today. Although, look, what did he throw for 340-something yards yesterday? But he had two t- well, three touchdowns, I think two INTs. But still in all, the pressure, let alone coming in behind Burrow, but to lose that game. Really, in Baton Rouge, no less. Really, I, I just, I-, I was shocked. I really was. Well, I think it's not just the quarterback. I think it's the entire team. That's a marked team. They're the defending champions. Right. So, you know, I I don't want to make more out of that than there is to make. It's not as if, let's say LSU didn't win a championship last year that Mike Leach and Mississippi State waltz into Baton Rouge and they're like, eh, if we win, cool, if not. <laughs> but because they won a championship, it's like, all right, we got to circle this game <laughs> against LSU. I think that sometimes we in the media can blow that out of proportion. But but there is, nevertheless, there's a bullseye on the chest of LSU. Mm-hmm. And look, man, it's, it's a collective effort. If you look at LSU, it wasn't just their quarterback, Miles Brennan, taking over for Joe Burrow. This is DBU. They're cranking out defensive backs left and right in the NFL over the years. And they had no answers for K.J. Costello. To give up 623 passing yards, that's an SEC single-game passing record. I think it goes far beyond the quarterback. I think it was just LSU as a whole being the defending champions with a lot of opt-outs and a lot of guys lost to the NFL. Right, 60 pass attempts for Costello. By the way, let's take a listen to the professor, Mike Leach, after the game, courtesy of CBS. It's better than average, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the, the, this stadium, there's a, lot, there's a lot of ghosts in this stadium. And, um, you know, and you play, uh, we, play, we played LSU because, you know, New England, Green Bay, and the Chiefs uh, had somebody scheduled. So we played these guys, but I'm really proud of our guys. You know, you just put a microphone on the Mike Leach. He just goes on and on. The professor, he's something else. He really is. I mean, he, he's got to be a hero today in the state of Mississippi. Well, that was fun after the game. I liked what he said about what the Chiefs and Packers. Right. That was funny. Yeah, He's always been a funny dude, and that's a big win. I'll tell you what, the SEC is going to be really interesting, especially with Mike Leach there. I'm curious how his offense works, how it functions, because we've looked at the SEC in terms of defense, the defensive talent, that talent pool, it runs a lot deeper than in the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. And uh, we always bang on the Big 12 defenses, and it's been brutal for a long time over there. If you look around the SEC, there were some big numbers being put up. Kyle Trask from Florida, that was a track meet, track meet against oh, Ole Miss. So, yeah, yeah. I want to see what Mike Leach can do offensively in the SEC. They're going to put up some numbers. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Georgia put up 37-2 yesterday. But I tell you what, I would like to just talk to you a little bit about the NBA right now. I want to get into the bubble, if I can. LeBron James, I mean, to me, look, his line yesterday, 38-16-10, and 
and they beat up yesterday. They eliminated Denver 117-107. They move on to the finals right now. First time in 10 years for the Lakers going to the finals. But I'm more amazed at a guy who's 35 years of age, not only playing, but playing and putting up tremendous numbers. I mean, you, the guy can't be stopped. And look, I, I watched that game a little bit, and I'm seeing like there was basically no defense whatsoever on the part of, of Denver. And, and the defense, there was a smothering defense, double-teaming Murray, who basically was hurt a little bit, double-teaming Murray. It was tremendous defense on the part of the Lakers. Well, I'll just key in on LeBron, and I was saying this last night while doing the show with Ephraim, uh, Ephraim Salam, former NFL offensive lineman, diehard Lakers fan, by the way, too. Oh, I didn't know that. LeBron, he's, he's stink-proof, is what I call him. <laughs> I mean, really, look at some of the best players in the game and just what's happened in the bubble, where you've got stinkers from James Harden, you had a bad game from yeah. Kawhi Leonard. He was 6-for-22 in Game 7 against the Nuggets. We all know about Paul George's struggles. Like, the list goes on and on and on. As great as Jamal Murray has been at times in the playoffs, he's had a couple of stinkers. Mm-hmm. LeBron just doesn't do that. You don't sit there and say, oh, man, LeBron's off to a tough start. He's scoreless in the first half, like Jason Tatum of the Celtics was in Game 4. Right? You don't say that. And so for LeBron to have a triple-double, the dude is efficient. And even if he isn't like a prolific scorer one night, he finds ways to impact the game with assists, rebounds, defense. It's never a night when his game just falls apart and he isn't productive for his team. He is steady Eddie. That's how he gets down. And last night, he wasn't only steady, he was tremendous. He was unbelievable. He really was. And look, I, I give them you know tremendous credit for what they did. But again, I think Denver was not at full strength. You know, Jamal Murray basically even admitted he was out of gas and he had that thigh injury. But still in all, I mean, the Lakers came out and they just wanted to just lock them up and just say, look, it's over. We're moving on to the finals. Now I'm going to play the winner of Boston-Miami, which has been a tremendous series. I mean, tell you what, I mean, there are people that knock the NBA, and I hear people all the time on the streets, I'm not going to watch anymore because of whatever. I'm not going to get into that. You know what? Fine. If you love basketball, you had to love the NBA games because they were all great. They really were. Especially that Boston-Miami series has been tremendous. Yeah. Um, we'll see if the Heat can close them out. And... uh Tyler Hero, he's been fantastic with double figures each of these games in the playoffs and uh, 37 a couple of games ago. So we'll see. Boston's got the talent. They do have the talent to do their impression of the Denver Nuggets coming back from 3-1 twice in the NBA playoffs. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'll tell you this, Andy, real fast. I think it's absurd for, and this does tie to basketball. You might think, where is this coming from now? Um, I was watching the, the end of the hockey game last night. I, was, I had a little side-by-side action. I was watching the NBA playoff game, and I was watching hockey. I'm like, this could be it. We could right. have a Stanley Cup champion with Tampa Bay. So I was watching side-by-side. When Dallas won last night, the winning call, it was like, and game six is on Monday night. And I'm like, why? I know. Why would you yeah. go head-to-head with the Monday night football the Ra- game? Oh, the, the Ravens-Chiefs game. Oh, my kidding? gosh. What are you doing? Wait a day. Like, if we have Miami win today, if the Miami Heat win against Boston, like, you could own that piece of real estate. Why would you go head-to-head with the NFL? That makes no sense for the NHL. You're going to miss a healthy portion of your audience 
the casual fan, I'll tune in. I'm, I'm like, eh, it's game six. This might be it for hockey. I'll watch that. I'm not going to watch it if it's head-to-head against Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Right. If, if I'm not mistaken, if, in fact, Boston wins today, the seventh game won't be until Wednesday. Oh, that, even better. Yeah, even better. So there you go. go Tuesday, you Fl- own Tuesday if you're the NHL. Well, they, well, they can't play Tuesday because the presidential debate. That may hurt a little bit, too. Well, so, that's, yeah. Could, I mean, I'm just saying. There's, there's something yeah, no, You're right. There. Yeah, that's true, yeah. too. That's why but I think I the would, NBA's I, I would rather, Wednesday. if I had to, I'd rather go head-to-head potentially with the NBA on Wednesday. And that's not even guaranteed, again, if Miami wins today. I'd right. rather go head-to-head with the NBA, worst-case scenario, instead of going head-to-head with the NFL. I prefer going head-to-head with you. You know what? That's what I like to do here there every Sunday. That's what I like to do. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. By the way, what a lineup. What a lineup we have today. You talk about murderers, row. We got a better one. We really do. We got Bronx Talk Radio, by the way. That is in the Bronx, of course. That's going to be in this hour. Hour number two, bottom barrel betting with Vinay. Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. And hour number three, the man himself, Brian No, with Noah's Picks. Now, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to get a hold of us, you could do it 24-7 on Twitter. You've heard of Twitter, haven't you? It's a new little device they use now. Uh, at the No Show. Never heard show. Of well, it's okay. At Andy Furman FSR, or you could use my bell, 877-99 on Fox, or 877-996-6369. Now, one player has made this team dangerous. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. He could be on shaky ground. We'll explain that in just about a minute, about 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And with your permission, my friend, my partner, we'd like to roll on to the games because that's what we're here for, to talk football on Sunday. That's what Sundays are meant for. That's Smells why. like ball. There yeah, we go. it's a tasty week three slate. So, yeah, let's get let's to it. Let's run it yeah. down. Let's run it well, down yeah, right you now. You better not give me some hack matchup. At the be- no Bengals here. Hell no. At the beginning. Hell right? no. I-, I want to talk about the undefeated Chicago Bears. Nope. I- wow. No, you-, you don't want that one. You don't yeah. want that one. Well, All fine. Right. Let's, not- let's talk Bears. Yeah, let's talk well, Bears. I mean, Trubi- Mitch, surprisingly, Trubisky 2-0 and against the Falcons. I'm surprised at them. They're 0-2. And I tell you what, I like to see the Falcons win today, and I think they will win. If This could be a nose-picks game, really. I got the Falcons winning this game in a close one. And the Falcons are favored by three in this one. You know, I I don't know it's going to go down like that, Andy. Because here's the deal. Yeah. I look at the Falcons offensive line and Julio Jones banged up, right? Yeah. The tackle yeah. spots, they didn't. They had a couple of uh, tackles. Their starting tackles missed some practice time this week. And Julio, he's not himself. And going up against the Bears front four that includes Khalil Mack, that's not a great recipe. So I can understand it's going to be a desperate Falcons team, but desperation doesn't automatically equal success, you know? And so I don't know. I'm not sure that the Falcons are going to win this game. I would be surprised with Todd Gurley's been a pleasant surprise for them. Yeah, I mean, sure. It's just, I think we'd be looking so differently at this Falcons team if they held on to a lead against the Cowboys last oh, week. But well, they down 29-10, I think, at the half, and they lost the game. They were up 29-10, they lost the game. Right, right. And up, what, 39-24? Oh. They're up 15 points with five minutes to go. Yes, yeah, not And they good. lost that game. They, it was something that was unprecedented. Did you hear that stat where... It was uh, teams were 440 and 0, scoring 39 points and not committing a turnover until the Falcons game last week. <laughs> now, the teams that have scored 39 points without turning the football over, they are 440 and 1 now that the Falcons <laughs> kicked that lead against the Cowboys last week. All right. We move on. You weren't impressed with that, but I start low and move up. Is that okay? Starting you, you low? started. You know, close to bottom of the barrel right. with uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, it's kind of crescendo. There's nowhere to crescendo. go but up. Okay, Rams-Bills. Both teams undefeated at 2-0. and Bills by yeah. about 2.5. I got that. 1 o'clock today. That game is on Fox. And I say this guy uh, really made this team dangerous. I'm talking about Stephon Diggs. I mean, he's leading the league in receptions. Uh, and uh, 16 receptions over 225, 230 yards. Got a touchdown to his credit. Really has made this team Powerful. That's all I can say. Last week, caught eight passes for 53 yards. They win over Miami, which is no big whoop. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. And Josh Allen became the first Bills quarterback to throw for 400 or more yards since 2002. Since 2002. This Bills team is tough. And you did say that they would probably top the division this year, the Bills. Oh, yeah. It was the Bills division to lose. 
And Stephon Diggs, I have to freaking correct you over here, Andy Furman. He's not leading the league in receptions. There are three other guys that have more receptions. He's up there in receiving yards. He's tied with Calvin Ridley with the Falcons. But, yeah, in terms of receptions, 16. He's looking up at Devontae Adams, Darren Waller from the Raiders, and DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is the most reception so far with 22. He's killing Well, I'm going to come back and correct you because Diggs is leading the AFC. He's an AFC leader. Okay, Ridley, Ridley that, That's not have... correcting me. All right, here's yeah. the thing, Andy. If I say that he has the same amount of receiving yards as Calvin Ridley, there's nothing untrue about They're that. They're co-leaders. They're co-leaders. Ridley and right. Diggs. Yes. My, uh, the last time I looked, I had 239 <laughs> yards. They're both leading. One the NFC leader, one the AFC leader. Okay, yeah, right. But you understand what I'm saying? If I yeah, say I Diggs you. is tied with Calvin Ridley, you can't say, no, nope, no, nope, I'm going to correct okay. you. Stephon but, but Diggs not is t- leading okay. the AFC. It's okay, like, he's not tied yeah, with him in is. the AFC. Okay. But Ridley does have four touchdowns as opposed to Diggs one. Uh, yes, that's correct. Okay, okay yes. so we move and, on. I, I don't yeah. want to hang up. A lot of games okay. here to get to. Right. But, uh, Sneaky I'm not good up. matchup, though, I think, with it's two, two, two and 2-0 oh teams. That's right. the only matchup today on Sunday where we have a pair of 2-0 and teams facing each other. And this isn't going to get the amount of attention as some other matchups, certainly not the Monday night game with right. the Chiefs and Ravens. But even a couple of games today, it's not going to get the same buildup as Cowboys, Seahawks, or Packers, Saints. But think about Stephon Diggs going head-to-head with Jalen Ramsey. Right. That might be the matchup of the day as far as an individual matchup. So, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this Rams-Bills game. And there are, in fact, there are 11 teams that are 2-0 and going into this weekend. So uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, it is a big weekend, honestly. This is a big weekend in the National Football League because teams like the Falcons, if they lose today, bye-bye. That, it's it. 0-3, forget it. I mean, that's basically this season. I hate to say that, but that's just the way it is. I'm sorry, you know? So I, I like it's a tough division to come back from the zero and three dead, um, right? Because look, there's still a lot of time. It's the thing. If this is, you know, weeks six through eight, and you have a three game losing streak, it doesn't get the same attention as starting right. off the season zero and three. But there are plenty of teams that make the playoffs with a three game losing streak at some stage of their season. So I I just don't think that the Falcons they have the talent. And because there's just holes on that roster. And also the division, that's tough, man. When you've got the Saints, you've got Tampa, it's not easy, but you still have so many divisional games. I think we bury teams before they're actually dead. I agree. I yeah, agree. But- and there are people that kind of pick the wins and losses week by week and kind of figure out what a team is going to be. It doesn't work out that way. And look, you got to factor the injuries in there as well. I mean, there were tons of injuries last week. Tons of them. It's going to affect right. a lot of ball games this afternoon. I want to throw in one more here. This Washington football team, Cleveland Browns, both teams are one-on-one. And my question here is, what is the deal with Baker Mayfield? Because I'm saying right now, I don't think he's proven – uh, to to the people, at least in Cleveland, and maybe the people of the Browns front office, like, is this the guy we really want? And now the fact that they have a new coach and a new GM, he might be on shaky grounds. Well, of course. I mean, that's that's obvious. He hasn't gotten the job done. And I look at it also here, Andy, last week against your Bengals, the running Uh-oh. game of the Browns. If you look at Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they combined for 210 rushing yards. They had three touchdowns combined. Mm -hmm. Um, You should be killing it if you're Baker Mayfield with play-action passing if the running game is working that well. 
And you've got OJ, Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. You've got a lot to work with. Right. So he should absolutely be taking a a noticeable step forward. And uh, he had a, an ugly interception last week with William Jackson picking him off. It's one of the easier interceptions you'll ever see when they should have been putting the game away. So Baker, he absolutely... And it, this should be one of those games where Baker should have a good one. But going into it, do you feel the utmost of confidence in him? I don't. No. No, I don't at all. And look, I think he somewhat lost his confidence because, look, what has he had, like three offensive coordinators in the last three years? That's not easy, but the point is this. you got to produce, and he's not producing. And again, I'll say it, football is no different than any other business. You get a new program director at a radio station who didn't hire you, you got to prove yourself all over again. That's what he's got to do in Cleveland with a new coach and a new GM. Yeah, and look, there are a lot of people that absolve blame of Baker and they put it on the Browns organization a special quarterback is still finding a way to produce with the amount of talent around him, even in spite of coaching changes and offensive philosophy changes and all that. A special quarterback is still finding a way to produce with that much talent around him. Now, he does have the, the talent. Line. They may have the best one-two running punch in the National Football League with Chubb and Oh, Hunt. there's no doubt. Yes. No, yes. We that. He's Brian. We got a pretty good one-two punch, too. You and me, me and you, whatever it may be. Brian, no Andy Furman. Right here at Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, Oh, no, don't do that. So far, he's fit right in. That in a minute. And the man who fits right in with us all the time, Brian Fenley, has delayed it. Yeah, Daddy. I, th- I thought you, Dad, and I were a good one-two punch, but I guess your not. Dad, son. Uh, uh, oh, God, okay. Uh, LeBron James files down the Nuggets defense, scoring 16 of his 38 points in the fourth quarter to heave Denver out of the bubble, 117-107, to win the Western Conference Finals in five games and thereby moving the Lakers to the NBA Finals for the first time in 10 years. Magic Johnson, per usual, after the game, trying to redirect the attention on himself. He tweeted, quote, You can't tell me that LeBron James is not the MVP of the league with a 38-16-10 performance Saturday to lead the Lakers to the NBA Finals. Close quote. That has nothing to do with the MVP award, though, right? Like <laughs> That's Regular true. season award. You know magic. He loves on, the spotlight. Man. Goodness. The Stanley Cup Final extends to a Game 6 since the Dallas Stars avoided elimination, scored in double overtime, winning 3-2 against the Lightning. In college football, number 2 Alabama takes it easy on Missouri, 39-18. Mississippi State dunks on number 6 LSU, 44-34. K.J. Costello amassing 632 yards passing, good for an SEC single-game record. Kansas State injects some humility into number three Oklahoma, 38-35. to Sooners quarterback Spencer Rattler, three picks. NFL Network reporting, the Saints projecting to have wide receiver Michael Thomas back for week four. Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay is slated to make his season debut today. The Falcons will make a decision on wide receiver Julio Jones before the game. He's got an ailing hamstring injury and Raiders tight end Darren Waller and running back Josh Jacobs figure to suit up despite injuries. Now, Andy, Dad, since we do share a toilet, I was working in the shed last night and I built you your own urinal. Anything to save me from sitting on a wet toilet seat, nothing like walking into the bathroom half asleep in the middle of the night and realizing my cheeks are soaked. You know, we made a deal last week that we're only going to talk from the waist up. 
Yeah. All right? but, where but you, your mind goes. You know, you're in the gutter, and that's okay. I don't know where you learned that from. Maybe from your mother, not from me. Oh, okay. By the way, I, I heard something last week, and I had to grab the audio here because Big B, <laughs> our guy Brian Fenley, there are a yeah. lot of references to uh, – reversals they say in competitive eating you know like throwing yes, up yes. right he says that a lot vomiting. in his updates <laughs> vomiting right yeah this is rich gannon he was doing the broncos steelers game last week on cbs listen to this we've got a quarterback that's not gonna throw up on himself excuse me for saying that i, I couldn't help but think of brian fenley when i heard that yeah, he probably listens to brian fenley yeah. i love it puke regurgitate go. upchuck you name it yeah right thank you all right. See you in an hour, my boy. Thank you. This guy's red hot. We'll get to that in just about a minute. And he is red hot. He's Brian Fenley. He's Brian No as well. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm noticing down the road. I'm noticing in the hallways he is popping his head out. The amazing Chris P, because Bronx Talk Radio is on the verge in about six, seven minutes from now. But right now, we're going to talk Raiders Patriots because Cam – and I'm wrong. I, I was wrong. I thought they'd win. That was a great game. That was a great game last week. But Cam Newton, I tell you, he's surprising people. He's got to be surprising you as well. What was he, 45-63, 552 yards in two games, 122 rushing yards. He's – He's a lot more than I thought he would be at this stage of the season. He's playing well. I yes. take nothing away from the guy. He surprised me. I didn't think he was going to be this good uh, this early. Um, right. And he was. He was tremendous against Seattle. I think it's worrisome for sure with the Seahawks having no pass rush at all. Nothing. I, I described it like this. It was as if King Cam Newton was <laughs> in the uh, – pocket and there was a moat around him you know picture a king in a castle and there's a moat around him that was like the Seahawks couldn't get to Cam because of the moat around him tremendous job by the Patriots offensive line really gave it to the Seahawks D line but Cam was very very good I still look at goodness you had Julian Edelman explode that guy had a game Yes, he did. Right, he had, what, yeah. 179 receiving yards, and also Demir Bird and Nikhil Harry. They both had 72 yards receiving last week against the Seahawks. I don't think that's going to be the norm this year, where those guys are putting up numbers like that consistently. So I think it says a lot about Seattle's defense, and not just Cam Newton, but nevertheless, Cam was tremendous last week. Right, and I think that you're going to see more of that today. I think you're going to see Cam Newton kind of air it out a little bit more today. Although there's a big downer here with the Patriots. They lose their center, David Andrews, going into surgery. He's going to miss, they say, at least three games because he's got a bad thumb, I think they said. He broke his right. thumb. Something. So that, that, By the that's way, the same David Andrews, who's a stud and missed all of last year, and no one mentioned that with Tom Brady, but now that Cam Newton's there, right. if uh, you know, if his O line isn't protecting as well, it's oh well he doesn't have David Andrews. You know, you're gonna hear that a lot more this year than you oh, did yeah. last year. Everybody needs a crutch. Everybody needs a crutch in life. That's what it's all about, really. He's the crutch over there. At least well I think Cam. it comes back to expectations. That's the that is the base of a lot of the reactions to Tom Brady in twenty nineteen and to Cam Newton in twenty twenty. Yeah. Like there's this standard of excellence with Tom Brady, and he wasn't at that same level last year. Doesn't mean he stunk. He just wasn't at that same level. And because he didn't reach expectations, 
that the outside world has, fans, media. He got crushed last year as if he sucked to the high heavens. Right. It wasn't true. But it right. isn't the same expectations for Cam Newton heading into this season. He's greatly exceeded them, there's no doubt. And that's why it's rose petals at his feet city. That's what that's where we are right now. The expectations have a lot to do with the reaction of Yeah, both. and it's funny you mention ex- expectation. It depends upon what team you're on and what the team is supposed to do. And I'm talking about the Vikings are 0-2, and you don't hear a lot of negativity with Kirk Cousins. Maybe in the city of Minneapolis you do, but nationally you really don't. And I'll tell you something else. On the other side of the spectrum, Ryan Tannehill, this kid is red hot. Six touchdowns, passes in two games. The Titans are rolling right now. And Tannehill, I mean, really in Truly, you got to believe that. Did you ever think that Ryan Tannehill would come? Like last year, I was shocked when he got the comeback of the year award. But now he's, he's still rolling. Maybe it's the system. Maybe it's the team that he's on. But certainly when he was in Miami, no one thought he'd be a, an NFL quarterback. I, you can check the tapes in the FSR archives. I used to get beat up on for saying Ryan Tannehill is average at worst. <laughs> And there, people are just like, how can you say this about Tom? Because it's true. That's like his basement is average. He isn't horrible. He isn't awful. He isn't even below average. Like, and a lot of people, David Gascon was one of them. We had listeners calling all the time. How can you say this about Tannehill? David Gascon. I'm a Dolphins diehard. (laughs) And I saw it for years. I'm like, yeah, he's got some holes in his game. He doesn't throw a great deep ball. But... He can move, he's athletic, and he's not that awful. He's not as bad as people make made him out to be. He was on a bad franchise, right? Right. Like The Dolphins have been a, a bad franchise for a long time. And uh, now that he's with better surrounding talent, you can, you can tell that Tannehill is not that bad of a quarterback. He's actually pretty right. good. And you mentioned that last week, you know, swapping quarterbacks, what one quarterback would do on Team A as opposed to Team B. That that makes a world of difference. But people don't really take that into consideration. And again, I'll go back to what I've always said. When they promote these games on TV, it's not Titans-Vikings, it's Cousins against Tannehill. That's basically what it is. And at times, it really isn't fair, but it's a great way to promote the games. Well, look at Cam. Cam is a good example. If he was still with the Carolina Panthers this year, he should thank his lucky stars that oh. Carolina just they didn't want him in 2020 because his career is in a much, much better position not being in Carolina this year. I, I feel bad for Teddy Bridgewater to a degree because he's getting compensated. But all these stats with Teddy Bridgewater, they're heading <laughs> they're heading south this year. There are some great stats where it's like, oh, Teddy Bridgewater, he's 16-2 and two against the spread as an underdog. Well, he's now 16-4, and four, right? They're just going to be steadily losing games against the spread throughout the season uh, because that's, that's a bad team. It's not a good team. So the surrounding talent matters. And although I don't think highly of the Patriots' outside receivers, the Patriots' roster and head coach, it's significantly better and than what defense. you have there with the Carolina Panthers this year with a brand-new defense and a rookie head coach. Right. Now, this Titans-Vikings game, I mean, really and truly, this is a, a must game for the Minnesota Vikings. Titans are favored by two and a half. And I'll we'll tell you this, I, I like the Titans. I think the Vikings right now, I haven't seen much activity out of their tight ends. Kyle Rudolph, guy I love from Elder High School, he hasn't done much thus far. And really, they've been real quiet. Uh, Cousins got to get the ball to him. That's the key. Yeah, Cousins is off to a rough start. <laughs> a rough start. Like Against the Colts last week, what, 113 yards passing, oh. three picks. One was a Hail Mary, but 
That's an ugly stat line, man. And uh, it's Desperation City. Do you feel right. better about the Vikings today? They're 0-2, going up against the Titans. Hmm. And we'll get to this a little bit more, but how about the Texans 0-2 at the Steelers? Who do you like to oh, avoid the 0-3, the Vikings or the Texans? I like the Vikings to avoid 0-3 more so than the Texans, but I do think they'll both be 0-3 when we go to bed tonight. Okay, both 0-3. Yeah. I'm going to go Texans. If you look at really? Deshaun Watson, he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. We know it's not just about But QB that defense, play. the Steelers defense, come Steelers on Steelers defense now. is tough, but hey, Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. I know, I know. With the banged-up Broncos, they had the ball at the Steelers' 15-yard line with the chance to score the go-ahead touchdown. Couldn't quite punch it in. They're right there, right? It wasn't a blowout at all, so... I don't we'll know. Continue. Crazier things we'll, have happened. I'll go we'll Texans. Continue. They're more right. likely than we'll the Vikings. We'll continue the today. discussion. There we go. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and they are the home of the two worst football teams in the NFL. And the amazing Chris P. takes us there. Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But right now, 
Let's go to the Bronx. Guys, 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 it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Up yours, you Get out of here. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. We are freaking counting down the days here in the Bronx until the Yankees are in the freaking playoffs. How about that, huh? Be next Wednesday. Next, next Wednesday. Next freaking Wednesday. Yeah, I can't even count that far. What is that, five? Twelve? I think you sleep in pinstripe PJs. Is that true over there? Yes. We've we, You've asked me this every freaking week, and the answer is still always yes. Do you have a pinstripe onesie also? Yes. <laughs> I thought Pin, pinstripe know. everything over here in the freaking Bronx. All right. Do Listen. you have a pinstripe interior of your car? Yes. <laughs> I thought you did. A- absolutely. Pinstripe freaking paint job. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, got a pinstripe tattoo yet? Listen to you. Of course yeah, I do. What are you do. waiting for? You got a pinstripe sleeve over there? Huh? Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, freaking yes. Kiss these freaking rings. All right. Story time, story time. Well, guess what? Guess what, guys? The Patriots, they freaking got away with it again. All charges have been dropped against Patriots owner Robert Kraft after his little uh, handy incident down with his his handy incident down in Orchards of Asia. You know, maybe he went down there. He went for a nice little uh, massage or something. I don't know. Allegedly. The videotape got thrown out. Here's my question. Everybody else who went there, are they off the hook as well? I know. I am. That's what I, I'm, I'm off curious the hook. about that. I'm off the hook. No one got on my back. Yeah. Fin- well, it's yeah. not a shock well, you that, that be a billionaire has I wonder how much money that, that cost him. How much you think that cost him, huh? No. It cost a pretty penny for sure. <laughs> a pretty <know>. penny. <laughs> right. I just want to know, listen, like the, the, those cops down there in Florida, they were parading this around pretty well out there, you know? They they were making a big stink out of it. You just dropping the charges like that? Come on. Because money is power and he paid him off. Yeah, Don't you get you. it? No, I get that. Of course I get that. How do you think the Yankees win all these freaking championships? You know money. what? You got a problem? You go down to the Orcas over there. I don't and have you go, a freaking problem. And you go see what happens if you get in there and get caught. I, I can't imagine they're still running right now. Are they still in operation? Close. Probably, well, probably closed. You know, COVID. COVID's uh, hitting the small business right, pretty hard. True right too, now. Yeah. Robert got, Kraft and COVID took that. You thing got social out. distancing. How could they be open? That's true. That's very. You know what? Very freaking true over here. I didn't even think of that, Andy. Uh, he got some moxie on you over here. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Do you guys see this Tyrod Taylor story? Freaking. Yeah. I, I don't like needles. Needles. I don't like that doctor. Are you kidding? Yeah. Why I is mean, it always really- the Chargers doctors? I, maybe he's a quack. Maybe he's not a real doctor. Another one? I it's amazing that he was trying to give a pain-killing injection, and it turned into a pain-making injection. He almost killed him. What do you mean a pain-killing? He almost killed the guy. Pain-giving he injection. We could really I, make a minute with over here. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain-making injection. He right, punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. I've got That's some pain-making injections right here. It's my two fists. He's out indefinitely because indefinitely. of that Indefinitely. I'll tell you what. I'd be arguing. I'd be suing. Look at Teddy Bridgewater. He played five games with Drew Brees being absent last year due to injury. Right. And Teddy Bridgewater signed a $60 million contract. If I'm Tyrod Taylor, if it, even if he doesn't play the whole year, he could have played enough games to get paid going forward by some other team. You know, you're worried about Tyrod Taylor. I worry about the doctor. Does he still have a practice? That's what I want to know. Would you go see this guy in his office Absolutely if he had not. something wrong? 
Come on. No, you you probably you go in there. It's like, hey, I got I you know I got a little bit of cold. Before you know it, you 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 lost your freaking kidneys over oh, here. Right. You talk about COVID. I'd be more afraid of the doctor than COVID. Really. Yeah, waking up in an ice bath over here. You've had that happen to you once, didn't you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well. Listen, let's talk about another story. Let's go. We like going across the pond. Let's go over to the UK. All right. So soccer club Oxford United, their bus broke down, not because of technical problems. The problem is this is that so the buses over there have a built in breathalyzer, right? You know, just to keep the guys, the trolley guys from getting a little tipsy on the job. Well, the problem is these guys are using hand sanitizer for COVID. They use so much of this stuff, 70 proof alcohol-based hand sanitizer that it sets off the team bus's breathalyzer and shuts down the bus for six freaking hours over there. Wow. And they're just using it to fend off COVID. Yeah. That is unbelievable. That's great. Six hours? They couldn't get going for six hours? They had to get other trips. They had to get other drives and just get on out of there. Wow. Wow. Pretty strong stuff. I heard those alcohol wipes weren't good, though. They weren't supposed to use those. Well, I use them pretty ri- liberally. I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't know. I don't know. Just wash your hands 20 times a day. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I, you should wash the them more than that, wipes. Andy. You're gross. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 We'll tell you why preseason games might be important. But first, it's time to say, wake up, everybody. <laughs> it's that- <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh. It's that time. What the heck is that? <laughs> oh, my word. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. There you go. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, the best part of the week, the time to introduce my friend and partner, the brains of the outfit, the hardest working man in show business today. The one, the only... Give me some music here. Brian, no. Never heard of him. <laughs> that, wow. Thank you, Andy Furman. Uh, that was great. You know what? Chris gave me the backstory of that drop because that is, by the way, that is in the Mount Rushmore of Fox Sports Radio drops. The mm-hmm. never heard of him drop. Never heard of him. That's Rodney Harrison. I never knew this. And Chris did oh. some uh, digging here, our trusted technical producer. And it uh, goes all the way back to the 07 season when the Patriots were undefeated. Rodney Harrison was a guest on Fox Sports Radio and was asked about um, Steelers defensive back Anthony Smith. Remember Anthony Smith? Yes. yes. Guaranteed a win against the undefeated Patriots. And so he was asked about, Rodney Harrison was asked about Anthony Smith on the FSR airwaves. And he was like, never heard of him. Never heard of him. And that's where the drop came. Isn't that great? great. I had no idea that's where the drop came from. That's where it originated. That's great. I I didn't know who it was either. I really didn't. I thought it was one of the hosts, to be honest. I I didn't know it was Rodney Harrison. In fact, I really enjoy on Sunday Night Football. I, I, I like to see more of Rodney Harrison, to be honest. Speaks his mind. He knows what he's talking about. You know, not like me. But uh, I do speak my mind. He's kind of uh, off in the distance now. They've got Chris Sims I know. on set next to Tony Dungy and Mike Tirico. And then Never heard of him. It's kind of like he, <laughs> Rodney Harrison is sort of like Mike Pereira. You know how Pereira or Dean yeah. Blandino, how they Never go over to him. Dean's little section during games. That's where Rodney Harrison is now. He's got his own little section. I, I like Rodney Harrison a lot. I really do. Maybe we could ask him to come on some Sunday. You know what? Maybe we'll do that. 
Never yeah. heard of him. Yeah, so he'll say, be like, never yeah, heard never, of you guys. He never heard of you guys. I'm not going out with you guys. But, yeah. you know, I talked about why preseason games might be important. Look at the large number of injuries to players, but not only play star players last week. And many say perhaps a lack of preseason games has been the cause of that. But the hardest hit, the 49ers, look what happened to them. Jimmy Garoppolo, boom, the quarterback. Defensive end Nick Bozak, boom, he's gone. Tight end George Kittle, who didn't play last week. Richard Sherman, all these guys are on the shelf. Injuries, and they play the Giants. The Giants lost their running back, Saquon Barkley, with a knee. I mean, really, you hate to see that. You hate to see injuries anyway, but especially in, in the National Football League when the season is only 16 games and if guy is out three, four weeks, but a bing, but a bang, that's the season. Well, there's been a lot of talk about no preseason and the impact on all of these injuries. And you mentioned Saquon Barkley. That's a great place to look. So Saquon Barkley, some crack research Yeah, when it comes to the amount of carries he had last year. Okay, so preseason game number one, zero carries. Next game, zero carries. Third preseason game, that's the dress rehearsal, right? right? Zero carries. Fourth game, of course, zero carries. He didn't have a carry in the preseason last year. So all these people are like, oh, it's because there's no preseason. There are a lot of players, the prominent guys, they don't play hardly at all in the preseason anyway. So it can't be just the preseason. I think it's a complete overreaction based on all these injuries. Yeah, and a lot of it is just like, you know, bad luck. The way you plant your foot sometimes and the knee goes, it buckles, it goes one direction, and that's the way it is. And it has nothing to do with preseason because there are some guys who get injured in the seventh or eighth game and there was a preseason. So you hit it right on the head. But, you know, look, people look for excuses. That may very well be the excuse. I'm not saying it was, but that's what the, the word is out there. But now it certainly puts a lot of extra pressure on Giants quarterback Daniel Jones, you know, really, I mean, he's had a, he's had his woes anyway. Now with that Saquon Barkley there uh, to to pass the uh, to the ball in his belly, it doesn't look really good. This guy Jones, I mean, they expect so much from him, and I, I haven't seen much so far. But as you say, he's not playing on a good team. Well, he had a lot of multi turnover games. You go back to the beginning of last year; he's got nine games where he has at least two turnovers and that's tied with Jameis Winston so that's not good right Jameis was a turnover machine last year and Jameis hasn't started or played this year we know that and Daniel Jones he's two for two with multiple turnovers in these first two games of the season so I mean but still to be neck and neck with Jameis who we know yeah. fumbles a lot, throws a lot of interceptions. That's what you have with Daniel Jones right now. Now, you don't have the same weapons to throw to with the Giants that Jameis had with Tampa and all that. Yada, yada. We can get into the weeds if we want to. The bottom line is Daniel Jones is turning the football over too much. And on a team that has a lot of holes on that roster, you can't compound the problems of your roster by giving the football away. And he's doing that. He's giving the ball away too much. That's the biggest stat in football. You just look at the turnovers. You know, sometimes you could look at the quarterback if he's throwing for more than 35 attempts. There's a good chance they're playing from behind and they may lose the ball game. But if you look at turnovers, a team that has more turnovers in a game, that's the team's going to lose. That's that's a key stat in football, more more often than not. But more I will often say than that, not, yes, but it's not a clincher. You no. go back to that Falcons game last week. Whoa, they didn't have yeah. one turnover, and right, that they was kicked amazing. away a late lead. But so. that was in 400 games or so that that's the yeah, right, right. But listen, we know 
turno- the turnover battle, that's the, the most important one. <laughs> they always do the keys to the game. Yes, oh, winning the turnover yeah. battle is always Yeah, a key I'm to glad a you game. brought that up. I see it at every game. Keys to- you know what? It's so generic. They can use the same keys to the game for every freaking game. They, <laughs> they really can't. can. You can't yeah. use and they the usually turnover do. battle. Yes, for right. a key to the yeah. game. That's Don't throw understood. the ball away. Don't turn it over. You know, and, and hold on to the lead. Get out to an early lead. Whatever it may uh, I made me <laughs> Well, sick. the thing today with this Giants game hosting the 49ers, you hit on it. It's all these injuries. So Nick Mullins under center for the for the uh, 49ers. And how about this? Devontae Freeman making his Giants debut as a running back with Saquon Barkley out. So right. uh, it'll be a, a battle in a lot of ways of we always hear this next man up. Key to the game, yeah. next man up. Right. right? Yeah, How come yeah. that isn't a key to what the game? What about anyway. Vinay? Vinay, key to the game, establish the run. Yes, establish the run is a very good key. That's right. Yeah, that's Vinay. Um, but yeah, which team, their next man up, because they have a lot of them, a lot of injuries on both sides. The backups, how well they play, that's going to be a big part of well, today's Well, here's game. the thing. I mean, I'm looking here, and it looks like the line is 49ers by four the last time I looked. Uh, with these injuries, I think the Giants have somewhat of a fighting chance here. I really do. And there are some people predicting the Giants will win this game. I don't know if they can. I still think the 49ers have better personnel. But if Jimmy Garoppolo is gimpy or doesn't play at all, he's not mobile, I, I think the Giants have a shot. Well, of course. Yeah, like you're going to have Nick Mullins in there. Yeah. So it's the NFL. It's a 60-minute ball game. Almost anything can happen. So, sure, the Giants have a shot. I don't think they're going to win today. But to sit here and be like, oh, no, it's crazy. I just don't see them slowing down that 49ers running game. You're going to get Jarek McKinnon. You're going to see him, McKinnon, in the game today. And he's had touchdowns in both two games uh, to start off the season. So I, I just think... Here's what you're going to do. If it's Nick Mullins back there, you're going to try to run the ball. You're going to try to establish yeah. the ground game. And I just don't love the Giants' D-line. I don't like their run defense. So expect Jarek McKinnon. Ugh. It's a, a show with him with no Raheem Mostert or Tevin Coleman today. Oh, yeah, Mostert's out too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. You know, talk Man, about underrated wheels for Mostert. See the first play from scrimmage, 80 yards against the Jets. I know it's the Jets, but... When Mostert, he broke his own record for like miles per hour. He was in the, I don't know, the 23 range, like running with the football miles per hour. That That's impressive. So when he gets in the open field, you're not going to be like drooling over Raheem Mostert. But man, he is one of those guys. You're not catching that guy if he gets free. I have to do this, but I'm going to do it very quickly, okay? Because they're on the slate, it's on the schedule, and both teams are looking for their first win. It's in Philadelphia. The Eagles are hosting the Bengals. Both teams 0 and 2. And Look at uh, you. you should be apologizing for. I, I, I'm, this I am mess sorry. Up. I'm Joe Burrow with 61 attempts last week, 316 yards, three <laughs> touchdowns, no ints. But the question here in Philadelphia. What is wrong with Carson Wentz? He's not mobile at all. Maybe he's injury prone. I know that question. Will he finish the season? And maybe, just maybe, that's why they, in fact, drafted Jalen Hurts. You know, they they wouldn't admit it, but they know that maybe Carson Wentz is not the guy they thought he was going to be. Well, I expect it to be the Miles Sanders show today because Cincinnati's run defense is just brutal. Porous. Terrible. And uh, Geno Atkins has been banged up. You got a a banged-up defensive line on top of a D-line that has been underperforming anyway. So uh, that's not a good mixture. I expect the ground game of the Eagles to be cranked up. But yeah, when you're talking about 
Carson Wentz. It was interesting. We'll play a portion of it here. But listen to Doug Peterson's answer to this question, the Eagles head coach. Here you go. Some of the throws that he's missing are, are sort of like layups. What, what could be the reason for, for some of those easier misses that, that, that he's missing? Have you played quarterback in the National Football League? Oh, here we go. I have not, Doug. Okay. They're not layups. There ain't a throw out here that's a layup. It's just ridiculous. I come mean, come on. on. It's like you played the you, – you can't talk about it. You can't have an opinion because you didn't play the game. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, you I, it's beyond wins. that, it's, there are no layups in the NFL? Really? There's yeah. never a screen pass? Right. Or a guy who's wide open five yards away? There are layup throws all the time in the NFL. You don't have to play in the NFL to know that. Right. I, I think it's just I think that's the most telling thing. It's ridiculous that he would ask a reporter that and discredit the guy cuz clearly he hasn't played quarterback in the NFL. But I take away from it to be that defensive. Right. About Carson Wentz, he is showing zero confidence. If he had true confidence in Carson Wentz, he would shrug that off and be like, look, he's off to a rough start, but we have the utmost in fa- of faith in Carson Wentz. He'll turn it around. He didn't do that. He asked the reporter if he's played NFL quarterback before. That's that shows ridiculous. no confidence in I, I can't stand when the coaches do that, but I will you know, try to send the guy out and dry him out there. But the point is this. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to finish the season either because he'll be benched or injuries, either one or the other. And that's why they drafted Jalen Hurts. But I, I'll, I'll say this, that layups, I mean, Carson Wentz to me is not as mobile as he was. And if you watch him and you watch him during a game, something's off there with his mechanics. They're really, and I, look, I'm not a coach and I didn't play the game, but you could see from what he was in 2017 till now it's not the same quarterback and it's a horrible start to the season because Vinay's Washington football team they, sacked them eight times yeah, eight sacks uh, a lot of quarterback hurries a lot of quarterback hits so he's looking skittish back there he's not looking comfortable at all and it's like we heard Sam Darnold when he was mic'd up when he was like I'm seeing ghosts right, when you start right, to get right. smacked around out there and Carson Wentz he's a Thick dude, like he's strong. He can take hits, but no one likes to get hit by dudes that are way bigger than them. Sometimes when they're not even looking for it, right? And that that has an effect on what you see on the field. And uh, I think that's hurt some of his accuracy. So listen, I'm not absolving all blame. He's been bad. He should be right. way better than this. But I think that the offensive line playing so badly, it's made Carson Wentz's rough start even worse. He'll, he'll be good enough to win today. And I'll tell you something else. After today, remember this term. The Bengals will be 0-3, and they'll officially be what we call in Cincinnati, Bengalized. Really. Zach Taylor, the head coach today, gets the brand on his head. He's going to be Bengalized today. And if they have the camera on him, if you even, in fact, watch this game, if they have the camera on him when they're down like 27-7, to 7, He's going to have his eyes look like uh, when a car has the eyes on a deer, the deer in the eyes thing. That's going to be Zach Taylor today. He'll be bangalized. I've never right? heard that before. What does that mean? Bangalized? That never means heard you, of used to losing in odd manners and used okay. to losing, period. You know, and look, hmm. he, he's not managing the clock well. I just, you know, I'm not a big fan. I'll just say that. And they'll be 0 3, and believe me, the boo birds will be coming out. But. He's Man, playing, you thought yeah. it was bad with Carson Wentz uh, critics. They can't lose to the Bengals. Man, if, they, if they're oh. 0-3, lose to the Bengals, and Wentz has a pick or a horrible incompletion or something. Oh, man, it is going to be you, I'd love to be a fly on the wall, those pregame talks. I mean, don't you think the coaching staff at the Eagles would say, you can't lose to this team? 
I mean, instead of just giving a scouting report, say, watch this guy, watch this guy, hey, this guy, this team is terrible. They won two games last year. You don't want to be on their radar and beat and lose to this team. I'm sure that's part of the pregame speech. Well, I'll say this. This is a quick stat here with Wentz. He had two times last season with multiple interception games. Mm-hmm. He's two for two this season. How crazy is that, right? Like yeah, all last yeah. season, two of those games. This season, two for two with not multiple good. picks. That's not good. Bad, bad not start. Not good. He's Brian it's a get-right no. game for him, though, yeah. against your Bengals. They stink. Uh, they do stink. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Get Brian No on Twitter. At The No Show. We'll read him. We'll retweet him at The NOE Show. At Andy Furman FSR. 877-99 on Fox. Translates to 877-996-6369. This hour, bottom barrel betting with the amazing Vinay. Hour number three, Nose Picks with Brian No, of course. But two great quarterbacks. But defense wins it. That's next. Never heard of them. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
They're heading for number one. That's coming right up. 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Now I'm Andy Furman. And we are proudly brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. All right, be rolling along. I love Sunday. I love football. I love watching the games. I can't wait on Sundays, not only to talk to you, but to talk football games and watch them on TV. What would we do if we would not have had a season this year? I would have gone nuts. I would have gone nuts. Although some people have gone there already. We would have survived. I hate to say it, but it's much better with ball. Life means more. Life is better. With ball, but we would have survived without it. Let's be honest here. No, we would have. Yeah, life goes on, but it's a lot better with it. And here's a game you kind of discussed early on. We want to get into it a little deeper right now. The 0-2 Texans at the 2-0 Steelers today. Steelers favored by four. The defense for the Steelers is just super. Big Ben's back, five touchdowns and an interception. I think the the offense is still a little shaky. The defense is stronger on that club than the offense. Uh, But I got to believe David Johnson's got to get the ball in his belly and run it for the 0-2 Texans to have a chance today. That's that's the key right there. Uh, they, they cannot afford to go just one-dimensional with Deshaun Watson just throwing the football. they got to run the ball as well. But I don't know if they can against the Steelers' defense. Well, that's where I look. Uh, we talk a lot about quarterbacks, 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 but the battle in the trenches is a big, big deal. You know that, Andy. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Houston Texans, they are 31st in pass block win rate. What is pass block win rate? It's a metric that measures how often protection holds up for at least two and a half seconds. Okay? Mm. So this isn't on just Deshaun Watson holding the ball, holding the ball, looking for a receiver. I don't have DeAndre Hopkins. It's two and a half seconds. Are you winning as an offensive line? Are you losing? And Houston ranks 31st in that metric, pass block win rate. On the other side, Pittsburgh's defense, they rank second in the league in pass rush win rate. So that is a mismatch. That is not a good mixture for the Houston Texans. Right. To win today, it starts up front. That offensive line has been bad for the first two games. They've got to be a lot better against a very good pass rush with the Steelers. And you know what? Again, you put Deshaun Watson in another ball club with some better personnel and the better protection. I think this guy shines, and he's a heck of a quarterback, but he's buried in that Texans offense, and he's going to be 0-3 after today. Uh, very well could be true, Andy. I just, I still, I think back to last week when um, Drew Locke went down, and it's Jeff Driscoll's show, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, this is going to be ugly. And the next thing I know... The Broncos have a chance to win the game at the Steelers' 15-yard line late in the game, and they couldn't punch it in. But this is a desperate Texans team today at 0-2. Yeah. Of course you want to avoid 0-3. I don't know that's enough to get the win. I would still go with the Steelers, but the desperation factor for the Texans. I want to see if they rise uh, rise up today a little bit and at least make it a fourth-quarter game. And also think about this, Andy. It's not like the Texans have been bad against trashy teams you talk about a rough start to the season to face the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs and in the Baltimore. first game of the year and yeah. then Baltimore last week with Lamar Jackson that's as rough as it gets to start off the season you're exactly right and the you, Steelers do that man they're doing them no favors for Chiefs Ravens 
Steelers the first three games of the Texans. That's rough, man. Right, You're exactly right, but it's about desperation. I talk about this team headed for number one. I mean, the number one draft pick. I'll talk about the New York Jets, who are 0-2 at oh. Indianapolis today, 1-1. They basically, in my mind, are the worst team in professional football, and they're not going to win today. As a matter of fact, Indianapolis is favored by 11. They're just going to run the ball down their throat. They roll to run. Jonathan Taylor's going to get the ball. Run, run, run. And I look at the Jets, I mean... The guy leading in Frank Gore, I mean, the guy should have a wheelchair. Really, come on. He's great. There's no doubt. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But your better days are behind you, and you can't rely on a guy like Frank Gore to get you to to the promised land. No. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) They are just a mash unit over there with the Jets. They're brutal, and now they're banged up too. No Le'Veon Bell, center, right tackle, wide receivers, Jamison Crowder is their best receiver in the slot. He's down again. So, yeah, this could be an ugly game. No matter what happens, this is going to be an ugly game. I promise you. Like, the Jets are not going to perform well offensively. I I don't know if they're going to cover the spread either. Um, It's tough with a double-digit spread for the Colts. It's not like they're a well-polished machine just yet, you know? But, um, so it's covered. It's tough to cover those double-digit spreads, but I would have to lay the points today. I just can't bet on the Jets. You? Where are you going with this one? No, and I want to see Phillip Rivers finally have a big game. I mean, he already has three INTs on the year, so, uh, you know, still he he gets a little careless at times. The good news is he has a good running game to bail him out, but today I'd like to see him throw it and air it out a little bit against the Jets and put up some points. Well, I think it's about Jonathan Taylor. I think it's that running game. They're going to rely on him a lot more. And that doesn't exactly scream sexy, right? Right. The Colts running the ball effectively while the Jets are just struggling to find an offensive identity. <laughs> that I don't think I'm going to go out of my way to watch that one. Well, the good news is that if you really are forced to watch this game, you know they're going to run the ball and run the ball again. So the clock keeps on rolling. So the game will seem to go faster than normal. See that again? If that's the best sales pitch, I know, right? The game might go by fast. <laughs> like that, we don't want the game to go by fast on Monday night because it's something no. we want to watch. You know, right? right. Yeah, there's this just unless you've got a relative or money on this game, there's, there's no reason, no to, reason watch. to watch the Colts. <laughs> You're exactly hosting right. No the, reason to watch. Jets. That's brutal. This may be a reason to even tune into Major League Baseball today. No, stop it, Andy. Okay. It's the early games. You got plenty right. of games to watch. What about what about the WNBA playoffs? Now you're just trolling. Come I on. know, I know. I'm moving along. Okay. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And you're going to see a bad offense going against a good defense. But first, you're going to hear from a good guy. He really is Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, 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 Andy, by the way, I picked up the mail this morning and there were a bunch of VHS tapes tied together in scotch tape and <laughs> yellow sticky note that said adult movies. And I just put it in your room with mom and thought it was well, for thanks. you guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, ESPN is reporting the NFL is looking into the Las Vegas Raiders for allegedly breaching COVID-19 procedures Uh-oh. by permitting a team worker to enter the locker room following the win on Monday against the Saints really? without the appropriate credentials. Yes, an unorthodox, unauthorized worker entered. So that is what's going on. We already know, guys, the NFL has fined Raiders head coach John Gruden and the team separately 
for faulty mask wearing during Monday's game. Yeah. So perhaps more money. What, what does that mean, be... faulty mask? You're not having your nose covered at yeah, your mouth? I- exactly. Okay, if you okay. watch John Gruden, he basically did not take it seriously for what that's worth. Oh. Yeah, LeBron James killed all the Nuggets' hope with 16 fourth-quarter points, 38 in the game, a triple-double to his name as the Lakers dust off the Nuggets 117-107, to 107, closing out the Western Conference in five games. Anthony Davis chipping in with 27 points, points to the moment when James changed the course of this game. He told us it was his time. You know, they, you know, they were making a push, you know, late in the third. They cut it to two, and um, we didn't really start off in the fourth quarter. Well, we didn't close that third quarter how we wanted to, and we didn't start off pretty um, good in that fourth. And he just took over. Meanwhile, the Dallas Stars score in double overtime, 3-2 the final against the Lightning in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. So they go to a Game 6, which will be taking place on Monday. And as Brian and Andy were talking about, why are they having the Stanley Cup right coinciding with Monday Night Football? In college football... Not smart, Big B. Not smart. Not smart at all. In college football from Saturday night, second-ranked Alabama keeps it respectable against Missouri, 39-18. 12th-ranked Miami running up the score on Florida State, 52-10. Man, they're garbage, Florida State goodness. They got the Bobby Bowden days, winning a championship (laughs) with Jameis Winston. They've had some great seasons. They are a grease fire here. But here's the thing, Brian. Mike Norvell is a good coach. Yeah. He's a good motivator. But we just not yet. But you know, <laughs> we've seen some of not the with ch- this team though. But you guys have also heard some of the news. Some of his players have been chirping yeah, about him Bad not start. being a great communicator with them. So yeah. hopefully this can turn around. They should have hired Dion instead of going to Jackson State. Dion should go there. I think they should have hired you. I'll listen to you. Yeah. Listen I don't even think you know anything about any procedure X's and O's about football. Don't, you don't have to. I'm a good guy for a pregame speech. Get him riled up. Get him yeah. pumped. That's I guess, all I need. Yeah, but the, f- the important thing is you have to get them to listen to you, and that's uh, an ordeal in itself. And that's something you don't do to me. So that's a- Well, that's because you never really treated me as your father, even though to, we're uh, biological. Was- Brian, stop him, please! <laughs> okay, on that note... Because you're dead, son. By the way, Andy... I took your toupee. It was one of Marv Alberts. I put it back on your bedpost, and it is back for you uh, yeah. when you get back home from work. Andy Furman, Brian No, back to you guys. You know, every body part of mine, he makes fun. I mean, <laughs> he hasn't gotten to the false teeth yet. It's the toupee, you oh. know, uh, below the waist, you know, and, and now now uh, this. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't need to put up with this garbage. Really. <laughs> I got a stump. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you what. They're even uglier than their record. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We've crossed the 50-yard line of what we call Fox Football Sunday. And welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, 
We have bottom barrel betting with the amazing Vinay in less than 10 minutes. But right now, a game, again, not worth really watching unless you have to. Panthers 0-2, Chargers 1-1 oh at the Chargers. Oh, my gosh. It's just painful. Why? Why with all these sucky games? Why? Well, of What's course, the I point? want to crescendo to the big ones, the real big ones. Get these out of the way. We want to get, you know, really. You got you to give them their due respect. There are some fans out there, although the Panthers are out there running back Christian McCaffrey, not real good. Not real good. And can the Panthers really protect their quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater? So, again, six and a half is the spread, charges by six and a half. This game is ugly, and really, this team is terrible. The Panthers are just bad. I think it's be between them and the Jets who gets the number one pick. Well, the thing that's interesting to me is Anthony Lynn, the Chargers head coach, earlier in the week, he was talking about Justin Herbert's um, performance and also his standing, where he is as a quarterback for the Chargers, and he said this. He's a backup for a reason. Okay, <laughs> he's a backup <laughs> for a reason. He just elaborated as to, hey, when Tyrod Ty Taylor is back to being healthy, it's Tyrod's show, and he just backed Tyrod Taylor. And then Tyrod turns out to be out indefinitely with that punctured lung, thanks to the doctor that administered what was supposed to be a pain-killing injection, screwed it, it up, punctured yeah. the lung, and then all of a sudden, Anthony Lynn, the comments got a lot more positive about Justin Herbert. <laughs> as it turns out, he's now the starting QB. Here's a taste of that. You put a young man, especially a rookie quarterback, in a situation to go out and run plays that he hadn't repped in practice, that's not fair to him. And that's all I was saying. It's not that he don't know the offense. Justin's very bright. You know, he knows this offense. But there's a difference in knowing it and going out and doing it and repping it. Yeah, so hey, mm-hmm. this guy, I'm telling you, he's smart. He's a playmaker. That's yeah. when Tyrod was out indefinitely. So it was a little bit of a changing of the tune for Anthony Lynn. I thought Herbert played well. He did. Last it was week. like 22 for 33. I mean, he passed for over 300 yards. They didn't have an INT, but it was a I, bad I think, pick. But your yeah. first game to find out seconds before kickoff that you're right. the guy against the defending champs. That's pretty good. He looked poised to me. Let's move on because you hate this game and no one's going to watch it anyway. But another... By the way, by the way, real fast, yeah. after yeah. I whined about not wanting to talk about this game, I want to talk about it. Um, okay. Uh, not necessarily the game, but Christian McCaffrey, I find this interesting also. I, I shut the guy down, right? Like, he's got the the dreaded high ankle sprain. And right. he might be out for a, as many as six weeks. I looked to last year, Saquon Barkley, he had a high ankle sprain. He tried to fight through it. He came back too early. He wasn't his normal self. Like, if you're the Panthers, why are you, one, rushing Christian McCaffrey back? This is going to be a sucky season anyway. There's a short shelf life when it comes to your running backs in general, just that position. Why are you bringing him back this year? just to accumulate more wear and tear, and he's a true stud. You get him back, and you've got a better chance to not have the number one overall pick where you could reshape your entire franchise with Trevor Lawrence. Why? I think if I'm Christian McCaffrey, I get on the phone and talk to A.J. Green, who basically sat out the entire year last year. It was a week by week. Is he going to play this week? Is he going to play? He shut it down. He knew the team was going nowhere. He didn't want to damage his injury even more so. He's a little slower this year right now. He'll work himself into it, but he saved himself a year. He really did. He didn't play a game last year. Yeah, and look, I just I can understand how a player like McCaffrey would want to get back out there. He just got his new contract. He wants to contribute. Right. He wants to compete. I get all of that. That's fine. And it's the way it should be. It's admirable. But for an organization, I think you've got to take the long approach here. And 
having Christian McCaffrey back this year, it actually does more harm than good. It really does. So if it does more harm than good, then why do it? I would shut him down. I'm with you right there. I tell you what, I'd shut this game off as well. Lions, Cardinals, and uh, the Cardinals are favored by five on air. But you talk about the Lions. I mean, I said that they're even uglier than their 0-2 record. They're 0-2, but they're even worse than that. They led Green Bay 14-3 to in the first quarter. They lost by 21 points. This came after a week after blowing a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter against the Bears. I mean, to me, I'd rather lose 75 nothing than have a lead and lose it like that. I mean, come on. They're just bad. And Kyler Murray, I love this guy. I mean, he's got to be in the conversation for MVP. 158 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He's almost a, a pleasure to watch. And now with wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins with 22 catches what a steal that was well yeah DeAndre Hopkins is a true stud there's no doubt and uh yeah this Lions defense is just brutal they've oh. lost 11 oh. straight games <laughs> they've failed to cover in their past six road games and the defensive line they've got one sack and one quarterback hit this year think about that Chris said off the air our trusted technical producer and he loves the Lions Yes, he he, he uh, has a podcast about the Lions, right? He's, are you blogging up a storm about the Lions over there, Chris? He's doing all this work, and he said, Kyler Murray is going to do unspeakable things to the Lions defense today. He and will. he's right. He he's exactly right. It's on point. Think about that. Lack of a pass rush against Kyler Murray, who can kill you with the arm or the legs. Right. It's going to be brutal what the Lions do defensively today. It's going to be rough. Kyler Murray's the leading rusher on the ball club for the Cardinals. 158 yards. I mean, uh, 21 attempts. I mean, you know, he he might rush for 200 yards today easily against the Lions. No, he's not going to do that. 200 yards? Come on. He might. Well, I'm looking at a breakaway. I'm looking at a big breakaway run, you know? Yeah. That, no, that, well, you no don't think not so. 200. No. But we do agree that the Lions will lose this game. They'll be 0-3. And I have a feeling that there's a good chance that the coach might be gone after today. You know, I, think, I don't nah, – I think it's I, too early for that. He's going to be gone, but I don't think after week three. Um, I don't well, know I, that I will this say is – I, I the like the Cardinals to, to win today. But look, the Cardinals defense, they're not – like. it's not like you can't move the ball against them. So I think there are going to be a lot of points scored today. Well, I do. If he's not if he's not removed after today's loss, I will say this – they usually have like odds which coach is going to be the first to go. I say he's the first coach to go this year. Yeah, that's fine. I'd buy that. All right. I just don't think after week three. That's well, so early in a season. Eh, it, it depends how they lose, really. But I, I think there's a chance. There's a real chance, possibly. But we move on. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And you call it a game. Some call it a way of life. We call it war. But we all call it Bottom barrel betting. And it's freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bottom barrel betting coming right up about 13 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We got a game to play. Let's play bottom barrel betting. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, no. You thought you was late. Barrel. barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. And it's BBB with the amazing Vinay. Hello, Vinay. Hello. Good morning, guys. How are we today? Great. Great. You know, Vinay, I was uh, I was watching all of my picks last week. I even texted you yep. what exactly the picks were, and you sent me a detailed text message. I really appreciate that. Hats off to oh. you. Yeah, the most one. detailed producer in the game. No doubt yes. about that. I do my yes. best. I appreciate it. No guys. I that isn't dotted or T that isn't crossed. And Zane Gonzalez, the kicker, he came back. And and screwed up my week, yep. right? Well, didn't we tie? Are we you three and two week, a piece? Three and two each. Uh, overall, we're at seven and three for Andy and five and five for you. See, I mean business here, Andy. I'm keeping track of these picks because you won oh. week one. You shot your mouth off. I don't need I'm to I'm literally keep track. texting Vinay, okay, getting the picks. It came down. I was watching this like a hawk. I'll tell you real fast. So uh, the Arizona Cardinals playing against the Washington football team. The bet was... Two and a half field goals for Zane Gonzalez of the Arizona Cardinals. You took the over. I had the under. He had two field goals made. It was third and short at the end of the game. So the Cardinals, if they pick up a first down, the game's over. They kneel on the football. If they don't, field goal time. Kyler Murray rolls out. I'm like, good. It's looking good. We can pick up third and three. Didn't happen. Gained a yard. Kicked a field goal. I lost that one. Well, I lost last week with the Patriots because I was ready to call you after that game and Cam didn't make it to the end zone. I told yeah. you I'd give you a call. I was super gonna call fast, and hang super off. fast. I, uh, I had a friend in Vegas that weekend and I wired him cash to bet on the Seahawks for me. Oh. And so I was just dreading 
if if the Patriots found a way to win that game, getting your phone call on top of losing my cash. <laughs> so I'm glad that did not happen. All right. Yeah, sorry. My football team uh, prevented you from uh, getting the win yeah, this past yeah, week. Yeah, thanks a lot, Vinny. By the way, I'm, I'm coming around on that name. My w- football team. WFT? Yeah, Yep, WFT. WTF. <laughs> yeah, coming around on that name, although I'm I'm starting to maybe change my mind a little bit because apparently Dan Snyder likes it as well. So I know, right? It's it's, it's a tough road to, to to deal with here. So, anyways, moving on, three and two for each of you last week. We start off this week fresh. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill against the Vikings, total pass yards over under of two hundred and twenty-five and a half. I'll let my partner go first if he'd like to. I like the over today. I think it's going to be a balanced attack, but if you're the Vikings defense, that secondary has been brutal, and I think that you key in on Derrick Henry. There should be a lot of opportunities for Air Tannehill. I'll take the over. He's off to a good start. You know, I hate doing this because if I take the same thing he does, he thinks I'm doing it because I want to be You are. You're back. following my lead. But it's the point okay. is I have a better record than you anyway thus far, so I am taking the You got lucky in week over. one, and you're following luck, my lead. Well, it's all, it's I'd, rather all right. have, I'd rather have the luck than not, than not have any at all, you know? So I'm taking over. All right, moving on. In the same game, yes. we've got Vikings running back Dalvin Cook rushing yards over under of 85 and a half. I got over on that. Ah, Dalvin Cook over. What is it? 85 and a half? 85 yeah. and a half total rushing yards. You know, I, I do think it's going to go over. So I'll say over as well. well I love yeah. you. See, I love you. See, it's great. <laughs> All right. So now we have <laughs> the Rams are playing the Bills. Cooper Cup total receptions against Buffalo over under a five and a half. You go, my friend. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go under today. That's a good Bills defense. Goff spreads the ball around. I don't love it. That's a 50-50. That's a coin flipper. But I'm going to go under today. You know, I'm going to go over, and I'll tell you why, because I think the Rams are going to be playing from behind from the Bills. I think they'll have to pass, and he's going to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going over. Got to match the passing yardage of the prolific Josh Allen today. He's off to a great start. He's leading the league in passing week. yardage. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So you guys were talking about it last segment with the uh, Cardinals facing off against the Lions. I need, I need to know how many sacks will the Cardinals get? I'm setting the line over under two and a half. Ooh. Uh, you go first, my friend. Uh, by the way, I want to correct myself because Gardner Minshew, he played on Thursday. So Minshew is actually leading the league in passing, but he played one extra game. Uh, can you Can you restate that? Vinay, Cardinals sacks, total sacks against the Lions over under two and a half. How many times are they going to get to uh, Stafford? Wow. You know, I'll take the over just because I think Stafford's going to have to throw it a lot. I think they're going to be playing from behind. Uh, Chandler Jones, good sack artist. I'll take the over. I got the over too. They're going to, he'll be, he'll have a lot of grass stains on his butt. All right. And finally, uh, big, big game this week. Green Bay at or is playing New Orleans, Will Lutz, number of extra points made. It's an interesting line, over Ooh. under of three and a half. Oh, uh, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go yeah, under. this is that. under. Come on. It's, it's got to be right? under. You're not expecting Will- a high high, uh, high number of touchdowns on these ga- in this game? Not, not really. Like, no. I, Look, there are going to be points scored, but no Michael Thomas, no Devontae Adams. I'm with you. I don't know that it's going to be the shootout of shootouts. 
I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as a lot of people right. envision it being. I'm with you there. Really? Yeah, yeah a lot of agreement yeah. this week. So uh, I don't. I don't like that. We're gonna, we I got don't. one game where you guys disagreed, <laughs> so we're gonna have to see if that's going to uh, keep us uh, the the change in the the overall record here. That comes down to Cooper Cup. Yep, it really does. Yep, it all really? comes down yeah. to Cup. Right, and I think that I, oh. I've got that one, so we'll see. By the way, it's finally time to name him MVP. That and much more. We're on Fox Football Sunday right here on Fox Sports Radio next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. He's looking to even the score. That's right around the corner, but right now it's time to say... Wake up, America! Here we go. Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, yes, we're coming to you live. Oh, my goodness. Check him out, please. He's coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. Why? For a free rate quote. That's why. Now, without further ado, in the hour of power, the AKA power hour, who, I ask you, who is more powerful in the world of sports talk radio than my partner and friend, the one and only Mr. Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I'm great, Andy Furman. Good to be here with you. Uh, There are a couple of teams that will not be talked about this hour, okay? So don't bring them up. Panthers, Jets. We did them. We did them. I know. They're not allowed to be brought up anymore. Bengals, Eagles, Bengals. Yeah, done. All right, all right. We, we got the good ones coming up now, but okay, I want to go back to college football because it was one heck of a day yesterday in college football, and uh, I guess the people are drowning in their sorrows now in Norman, Oklahoma. The number three ranked Oklahoma Sooners fall, and the way they fell, oh my goodness, 38-35 to Kansas State. In fact, in Norman, Oklahoma, Blake Lynch at Kansas State hits a 50-yard field goal with about four and a half minutes to go. Kansas State running. Oh, And really, you know, people will say, well, you know what happened. No, in this short and season one loss Oklahoma they're gone they're finished yeah I think they're done I just think that I hate to say that they're gonna be numerous undefeated teams when it comes time for the selection process to unfold when we get the final four teams so yeah I do I think Oklahoma is done you could sit here and say well it's a crazy season you might have a lot of teams lose games and I I just don't think that's going to happen with a shortened season there's less and less chances for teams to get tripped up So I don't think this is like last year with Oklahoma losing to Kansas State where they still got into the playoff. I just think they're going to be going up against a lot more undefeated teams and they're not going to get in. And that is, that's a brutal loss to have a big lead at home home, against Kansas State and they scored 24 unanswered points on you. And by the way, that Kansas State team, they lost to Arkansas State their first game of the year. So that's an ugly loss for Oklahoma. I think they're done. Well, their defense just went kaput, as it usually does uh, over the last several years. In that conference, they don't play much defense anyway. That's why I enjoy watching that conference, because there's a lot of points scored. But you got to give Kansas State credit, because they didn't fold the cards when they were behind, and their defense was a lot better in the second half against the quarterback uh, Rattler of Oklahoma, who was a freshman who passed for like over 380 yards yesterday, and four touchdowns, but he did throw three INTs. The picks, and that final pick was just oh. awful. Yeah, they had a chance to still end up winning that game and he had a wide open receiver on a crossing route and missed him badly the guy the receiver couldn't even get a hand on it a little like a, a, 
his index finger, like the middle finger. Remember, uh, there was a block in the playoffs by uh, Kawhi Leonard with the middle finger. He couldn't even get his middle finger on the ball as he was reaching backward for it. It was a terrible pass by Rattler. But hey, Kansas State hit by COVID too. They had numerous guys right. out because of COVID. Right. They were in quarantine and they still scored 24 unanswered, beat the number three team at Oklahoma. So hats off to Kansas State. Shame on Oklahoma. But with Oklahoma and LSU going down, Ooh. bit of a shakeup Saturday already. It's going to be a wild ride, man. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. And how about this, Andy, real fast? Where do you start ranking these teams that join the party very, very late? Where that's do you a, rank Ohio State? Where do you start to rank a team like Oregon, who was in the top 10 when the AP initially released the poll? I, like, what do you do? How do you how do you justify, hey, right. Ohio State, we're going to have them as the fifth team in the country when they're 0-0 zero and zero and, <laughs> and other teams have played, what, well, five, six that, games at that stage? Yeah, LSU's going to have three or four games under their belt before Ohio State even plays one game, and then what's going to happen then? But look, that creates a lot more intrigue, a lot more discussion. And look, there's always been arguments in the past. It's going to be elevated uh, to the nth degree this year because people can say, well, it ain't fair. They play more games. It's going to be wonderful. It really is. I'll tell you what, there are certain people that are really good for college football. One of them is Mike Leach. And Mike Leach yesterday with, uh, with his uh, Bulldogs of Mississippi State, mm-hmm. they beat up an LSU. And that's, it's a tremendous win, you know, anytime, 44-34. But the fact that this team was the defending national champions and they beat him in Baton Rouge and their quarterback, K.J. Costello, sets a conference record for passing yards in a single game. 623 passing yards, 60 pass attempts. Unbelievable game yesterday and a big win for Mike Leach. Right, and that's DBU. We all know that LSU cranks out defensive backs left and right in the NFL. You have a who's who, Patrick Peterson to Tredavious White of the Bills and on and on and on, right? Right. And they got shredded. That was a SEC single-game passing record with K.J. Costello going for 623 passing yards. Amazing. Um, And, yeah, that was... It wasn't just Miles Brennan, the quarterback, filling in for Joe Burrow. That was just a collective disaster from LSU. You can't put all of it on Brennan. Look at that defense. They get absolutely shredded. And Brennan wasn't that bad. He was like 27 for 46 for 345. Three touchdowns, but he did throw two picks. But I will say this. Can you imagine the pressure on that kid going in under center, a team that's defending national champs, and the quarterback under center a year ago was the Heisman Trophy winner? Well, I mean, look, it's playing quarterback at LSU. It's tough. It's uh, you're yeah. gonna be um, there's gonna there's a lot expected from you. And I hear what you're saying after winning a national championship, but I don't think that we looked at LSU and held them to the same standard. They lost a lot of players to the right. NFL draft. They had some players that are gonna be first round picks. Jamar Chase, he opted out, right? So I don't think that we expected LSU to be this juggernaut during the season. So I don't know that the pressure is as crazy as you're making it out to be. Again, there's a lot of pressure on the kid for the reasons you state, but I'm just saying we didn't have these extraordinarily high expectations for LSU due to all of the kids that they lost from last year's team. 
Right. And there's one person that did have high expectations moving to the National Football League are the people who live in Tampa Bay, Florida and Tampa, Florida, because they thought that Tom Brady was going to give them a Super Bowl. But Tom Brady today uh, is playing against the Denver Broncos. And believe it or not, and I said coming into this segment, he's looking to even the score. Tom Brady has a losing record against one team, and that team is Denver. Mm-hmm. Denver is 9-8 and eight against him lifetime. And the question I have with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers – what is up with Gronk? Two catches and 11 yards. Two catches and 11 yards, and they're one and one. Well, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up with And Gronk. banged up. Yeah, he's had a lot of injuries over the years. He's going to be more productive than that um, over the course of the season. But the days of Gronk putting up these gaudy numbers, it's over. It's just not where he's at this, at this stage of his career. But Maybe for Brady, too. Gaudy numbers, gone. Could be. Well, I, I don't think that he had, he had the one season with Randy Moss with 50 touchdown passes, but Tom Brady hasn't put up like huge numbers. He's had some good, good seasons, don't get me wrong, but he hasn't been that like prolific passer of uh, huge numbers. Like It hasn't been that way, but I think that, look, the Tampa offense showed signs of life last week. Brady's numbers should have been a lot better than they were, but it was a drop fest. Shady McCoy dropped an easy touchdown catch. There were plenty of drops to go around. So Bruce Arian said it cost Tom Brady about 125 yards in passing just because of the drops last week against the Panthers. But that offense is looking better. They're showing signs of breaking out. And I would expect Brady and the Tampa offense to have their way with the Broncos defense. Just lots well, of injuries Jeff, over Jeff there. And Jeff Driscoll is going to be quarterbacking for Denver. And also, looking at the line, that's a pretty big line. Bucks are favored by six and a half. And I know the game is in Denver. It doesn't really mean much. I think they do have some fans in, in Mile High. Yeah, I think they, they do. Will, yeah, they'll have some fans. So which makes a difference. But I did read the other day that the NFL is putting some sort of a, a – a ruling that the audio has got to be down to like 70 decibels because some of the teams are turning them up to 80. And I watched the game last week and I had it on the nightly news, I think, that in Philadelphia they were playing booze over the audio <laughs> system. They were booing the Eagles at home on the audio oh, system in man, Philadelphia. That's beautiful. I love it. That's so Philly. There's not a more Philly story than that. Like, hey. Uh, let's get some booze when they're yeah. on offense if they're not hey. doing what they're supposed to be doing out Hit here. Hit the you know? boo button, please, will yeah. you? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's beautiful. But um, yeah, well, that's what the NFL said before the season. Remember, it wasn't supposed to be over 70 decibels, which is like a vacuum cleaner being on. This right. isn't exactly deafening noise over here. But I tweeted it out last week. I'm like, is it me, or does it feel like Seattle's fake oh, noise man. is louder than other fake noise, right? Like, just Their, noise, their fake noise was louder than the 12th man when the 12th men are in the stands. <laughs> no, really? no, not that loud, but it seems to differ a little bit. I don't know if it's just me, but when I have these games on, there are some times where I'm like, man, this fake crowd noise seems yeah. louder than turn other it down fake a crowd bit. noise. Yeah, yeah turn it But down the NFL, they said at the beginning of the year, they were like, if you don't follow this, we're going to punish you. We're going to fine you. We might dock you draft picks. So, I, I like, what's the point of cranking it up to 80 if it's supposed to be at 70? That's just stupid. Why would you take a chance like that? Because there's some clown working the audio system, and he thinks it's going to make a difference with home field advantage, perhaps. But you know what? What, what kind of punishment are they going to they take away a draft pick? They'll find them some money, I guess. What else could they do? Well, they've taken away draft picks before. Uh. 
They have. Like, think about the Falcons with their noise gate situation. Yeah, yeah. They've docked they, they draft could. picks for numerous things. Spygate, they Bounty made Gate, on and on. Not, yeah. For not wearing the mask properly, too. I don't know. That, that's that's going to be fines. That's money. Right, yeah. yeah. By the way, but how many coaches get fined for not wearing a mask this week? What's your week three prediction? That would be a good bet, over-under. Uh, I would say... I would say maybe one. One. I, yeah, I just say one. I mean, you you got uh, in Kansas City, he's wearing a a, a guard. <laughs> he's the plastic. I mean, it's all fogged up. You can't even see his face. Andy Reid, really, right? What but, was he? Uh, he went to the mask last last week against the Chargers, right? I think the shield breathe, was gone. Couldn't breathe with the shield on, really. Yeah, he like, couldn't see the game. This. It was all fogged up. He needs some Windex to watch the game. I think game. he bailed too fast. Like that's a Kansas City. Like when it's raining, mask on, right? right? If you're in L.A., it's not the same elements. I think he bailed on the shield too quickly. What do you say? Well, I'm saying he probably did, but he couldn't. Can you imagine a guy smoking a cigarette with the shield on? I mean, really? I mean, Who's you, smoking you, a cigarette on the sideline? I'm just saying if a guy's wearing a shield smoking a cigarette. But the point is this. He's wearing the shield, and like I even watched it on the TV it was all fogged up. Every time he took a breath, it got foggy. He was in Kansas City. You're not hearing me. So what? What's the difference? Kansas City. He was in L.A. last week. Different weather. Different it conditions. It wasn't raining they had in L.A. The fires, right? though, in L.A. The fire, the fire and the smog. The same thing. Come on. No, 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 no. It was it was fine inside that stadium. Okay? Oh, all I'm saying is this. He bailed on the shield too quickly. I mean, bailed trying to too say quickly. Kansas City weather's worse. Uh, yeah, wow! Hot take: Kansas City's weather is worse than not LA's. at this time of the year. I mean, honestly, look if it's in raining, that specific stadium, yes. Any yes. time it rains, going to be versus bad with the SoFi. Shield. Yes, Arrowhead, worst weather. All week right. one compared we'll to week two. Yes, we'll see. All right, Brian, no, Andy Furman, get us on Twitter at the No Show at the N O E Show at Andy Furman FSR. We'll read them. We'll retweet them. Even if they're nasty, some of them are. I know eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. And of course, at the end of this hour, we can't wait. You can't wait. Don't go anywhere. Nose picks at the end of the hour. But the two future Hall of Famers will be overshadowed by defense. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Is this the final call for one quarterback? We'll tell you that in just about a minute, 20 past the hour. Fox Football Sunday, he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, proudly brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. All right, rolling along now. we got some great games. Some great games now, B. But before we get into them, you made mention, I made mention about the Lions coach, Matt Patricia. Probably be the first coach to go get the pink slip, the home version game before the season's over. I said it may even happen after they lose today. And Not going to happen today. Well, but get this. Our, our amazing producer, Vinay. Lane Kiffin was fired after starting 1-3 with the Raiders in 08. George Allen was fired during the preseason with the Rams in 1978. I don't think it'll happen today, but I think it's going to get one, one leg closer to the grave when they lose today. That's fair, but it's funny, too. We go back to our technical producer again, Chris, <laughs> who's got his thumb on the pulse of all things Lions. And there's actually... There are some Lions fans that hope that Daryl Bevel takes over as interim head coach, which is officially, I don't know if you know this, Andy, rock bottom. If you're like, if you could just get Bevel to take over on an interim basis, there is no hope at all. That is as brutal as it gets. It really is. It really is brutal. But we move along now. We've got some great games here. One of them, basically, is that game with the Cowboys and the Seahawks. That's a goodie. And I look at that game, and I see what Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Cowboys, did last week, rushing for three touchdowns, 450 yards, and a 40-39 win of the Falcons. And I, I always think of the green cabbage and money. Why? Why didn't Jerry Jones sign him prior to the season? It's just going to cost him even more money next year. I don't get it. Why didn't he sign him? Because Dak's good, but he's not great. That's well, the bottom he's, line. He's going to get a payday. He will get one. Yeah. Um, I can understand the reluctance. It's, uh, you know, it, it'd be like um, you don't want to overpay for anything. And it's not to say that Dak Prescott isn't good, but you just don't want to overpay for something that isn't as good as what you're shelling out for it. It'd be like, I love playing guitar. If there was a, I don't know, let's just say there's a Fender Stratocaster, very popular guitar. Let's say that there's a particular <laughs> Fender that it should be worth $1,000. If it's selling for 
1500 it doesn't mean that it's a bad guitar. It's just overpriced. That's where we're at with Dak Prescott, and that's why the Cowboys have been dragging their heels for years now. Well, I think you're stretching a little bit because the going rate of the quarterback position is certainly there are a lot more guitars out there than quarterbacks. But that's, you know. That doesn't make any sense, dude. You're not. Come on, Andy. You're smarter than that. The whole point (laughs) is if something is overpriced. I get it. It's not to say it's no good. It's just why are you going to pay more than what it's worth? Okay, and that's where I, we're at I with hear Dak you, Prescott. But there's no option right now. Who is it, Andy Dalton? I mean, come on. What is the option he has? No option. Look at what Cam Newton is doing. They picked him up off the scrap heap. There's a draft, okay? You can no. move up a la the Chiefs who moved up from 27 to 10 to act like there's there's nothing we can do. It's Dak or nothing. Oh, we no, we got no right. other plan B. That's just that's not true. But, but I was surprised that they didn't open up the checkbook for him because, you know, he's got the numbers. He had some. He had a great year last year. But again, this team is one and one. Seahawks should win this game. They're favored by five and a half. And honestly, you talk about an MVP situation. Here's the guy, Russell Wilson. I mean, he's right up there. It's going to be a tough vote this year, you know, with uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, and now Russell Wilson, who has nine touchdowns, 610 yards on the season. He's, he's just rolling with Seattle. Yeah, he's been tremendous. There's no doubt. I just, I don't like their defense. You got shredded by Cam Newton. And look, Cam had a good game, but that, you shouldn't be getting shredded by Julian Edelman had 179 yards receiving. Demir Bird, Nikhil Harry, they each had 72 yards receiving. Cam almost throws for 400 yards. You had no pass rush. Right, I just, no I don't rush. like the Seattle defense collectively. So I think this is going to be a shootout. We got it. Goodness. So the latest line, uh, we've got the total at 57 and a half. There's some some sharp money on Dallas. The line is up to, uh, it's down to four and a half. Seattle's favored by four and a half. I know you have these lines at like Tuesday, but they change, Andy. Actually Monday um, night. I yeah, think but four and a half, but 57 and a half. I think it goes over. I think it's a complete shootout tonight. I think that Seattle puts up a lot of points against the banged up Cowboys defense. And I don't like Seattle's defense at all. I think that Dak Prescott's going to have a prolific night tonight. He's got a lot of weapons to throw to, and I don't think that he's going to be facing a whole lot of heat from a pass rush. So I think it's going to be a high total. I say over 60 points combined. I'm with you. I think the final score, I think Seattle wins the game. I think Seattle will win. I think the final score, like something like 34, 35, 27, something like that. Yeah, could be. Could be, but fireworks in the uh, afternoon window today. And that game is on Fox, so we'll definitely tune in. But here's a game, basically Packers-Saints, two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Packers run the ball with, obviously, A.J., Aaron Jones. Can they run against the Saints? And could this be the last season we'll see Drew Brees out there? Aaron Rodgers is on fire right now. Six touchdowns, 604 yards. But he needs another receiver to complement Devontae Adams. I mean, honestly... I do like I, I do like the Packers to win this game. I really do. I think the Packers are going to win. I worry about the Saints and I worry about Drew Brees. I think that Drew Brees right now is looking at uh, looking at retirement. Really, well, I think this is probably his last year. I also think that man, the overreaction to Brees' bad performance. It's a bad performance against the Raiders. Right. It was a bad performance. And we got Drew Brees like he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> he can't throw the ball to save his life. It was a bad game without well, that, Michael that Thomas. Michael Thomas had 149 catches last year. Right. And he didn't have that guy on the field. That matters. 
Sure. It matters a lot. But it also so matters make it sound like this guy is absolutely old. done. I don't. I don't believe it. Uh, well, look, I don't want to believe it, but I think that's what the critics will say when you're 39. If he had the same performance when he's, he's 26. He's 41. He's in his 41, 40s whatever. I'm sorry. I just want to fake his age a little bit. But if he was 25, 26, you wouldn't be hearing those things. That's the point. Well, of and course maybe not. Is. He's older. Like, we get right. that. That's obvious. I, like, he's a 41-year-old man. So he's not the same guy. He's not vintage anymore. Right? right. He's not at his peak. But to make it sound like, oh, this dude is completely done, I, I don't believe that. I don't. Um, but, hey, national stage, and if he struggles again, which could happen with no Michael Thomas, then you're just going to hear that out. more and more and right. more about Breeze. Right. But I do like the Packers to win this game. I, I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's on fire for whatever the reason, really, because he still doesn't have a lot of compliments on the offensive side of the ball. But maybe with the drafting of that quarterback, maybe that little fire under his rear end. I don't know. I mean, he's just playing great football. Well, hey, look, um, he's a great quarterback. And if you look at the two defenses that they faced, the Vikings, pretty much a well, brand new secondary. At least the, the corners, no right? Defense. They've got great safeties over there. But corners, brand new, and Aaron Rodgers shredded them. And uh, then you look last week against the Lions, they're not exactly crushing it on defense. So right. he's off to a great start. He's a tremendous quarterback. But uh, I'm curious how that offense, with no Devontae Adams today, how it performs. That Saints defense, I'll tell you what, everybody was crushing Drew Brees throughout the week. They forgot to crush that Saints defense. They gave up 28 first downs to the Raiders. 28, that's way too many. So I think that the Packers, they've got enough today uh, to score a good amount of points. I just want to see the desperation of the Saints. Do they play like a desperate team who got embarrassed last week? They right. should. It, it, we'll just see if they right. do. Who do you like in this one? Is this going to be a nose-picks game? I don't believe so because um, I can make a great argument either side. I'm going to go with the Packers. I agree with you. It's just been with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. That was the other thing. Aaron Jones, 236 yards from scrimmage against the Lions last week. What, he rushed for a, a buck 68 and had receiving yards for 68 yards. He had a tremendous performance. So when you've got that tandem working the way they are, yeah, I'm going to go pack on the road. It's not the same home atmosphere there in, in New Orleans. And like he's going to get, he'll get close to 30, 35 carries today, Aaron Jones. He will. They're just going to keep oh, on feeding him the ball. Andy. I don't know. I know. That, I know. I, th- I think he will, though. I really do. But uh, I think it's going to be close, but I like the Packers. I really do. But we'll see. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. It's too early in the season for a game like this. That in a minute, but it's never too late for Brian <laughs> Fenley with the latest. Andy, Dad, thank you so much. I, Daddy. I, I, I called somebody to help fix you and Mom's bed. I, I noticed the headboard was broken. I'm not sure how that happened, just trying to help you out. Brian, could you stop gagging, will you please? <laughs> ESPN is learning. The NFL is looking into claims the Las Vegas Raiders compromised COVID-19 protocols by permitting a team worker who wasn't adequately credentialed to visit the locker room following the win 
win against the Saints on Monday. NFL Network reporting Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams as a game-time decision today with the hamstring strain. Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay, who's recovering from a hamstring issue, will make his season debut today. The Falcons star and Julio Jones will test out his hamstring and pregame activities to determine if he can play today. Raiders tight end Darren Waller and running back Josh Jacobs are trending towards playing despite injuries. LeBron James brain freezes the Nuggets defense, scoring 16 of his 38 in the fourth quarter to end Denver's miraculous postseason run, 117-107 to finish the Western Conference Finals in five games and vault the Lakers into the NBA Finals for the first time in 10 years. The Dallas Stars sneak in a goal in double overtime to trampoline past the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 to force a game six in the Stanley Cup Final. In college football, Mike Leach's Mississippi State puts number six LSU in their place 44-34. K.J. Costello set an SEC single game passing record with 632 yards. And Kansas State injects humility into number three Oklahoma, 38-35. Sooners quarterback Spencer Rattler threw three picks. Back to Andy Furman and Brian No. A wonderful job, my son. We'll see you at the house later today. Have a great day watching the games. Appreciate it. Look forward to it. All right. Sounds great. By the way, if there's one game to watch, this is it. We'll tell you all about it in just about a minute. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome back. Of Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. And of course, nose picks in less than 10 minutes, but it's too early in the season for a game like this because when it comes around Thanksgiving, we're going to forget about this game. I hope not, but it's a great one, and I can't wait for tomorrow night. The Chiefs at the Ravens, both 2 0. The game is 8.15 Eastern time tomorrow night. Ravens favored by three and a half. And look, you got Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Need I say any more? Mahomes, touchdowns, no interceptions this year. Jackson, four and no interceptions. Jackson, 99 yards rushing. Mahomes, 54. It's got everything on the table for you to just sit back, get a couple of cold ones, get a platter of whatever, and watch this game. A platter of whatever? Yes. What your is uh, your go-to platter of whatever? I don't know. I, I've never really had a platter watching a football game. I just maybe <laughs> I'll munch on pretzels or something, peanuts. Uh-huh. But uh, right. there are some people that get platters and stuff, I guess. Nachos. Well, hey, you mentioned the rushing ability of Mahomes. And look, he picked up a third and 20 late in the, third qu- third, uh, late in the fourth quarter against the uh, Chargers last week. And uh, that's special, man. When you're able to make plays with your legs like that, it really it changes so much of the defense. It changes just your coverages. If there's a mobile quarterback that it's not just can move around but can be really dangerous with his legs, it just changes your pass defense. If you're spying that guy, it all kinds of layers. So what Lamar and Mahomes bring to the table in terms of that, especially Lamar, it is special. And it's right. one of the many reasons why they're two special football teams. You look at the winning streaks you both have you have an eight game winning streak for the Chiefs the Ravens excluding the playoffs by the way they're in double digits in terms of their winning streak so there are a lot of ways that these teams can beat you and just having athletic mobile quarterbacks that's another layer as to why they're so lethal well one of the things Kansas City has to do to win this game is start out early because 
What Baltimore had problems with, if they want to call it problems, a year ago was when they had to play from behind on offense. So yes. if, if Kansas City starts off, as they normally do, and strike early, then Baltimore's in trouble. But I don't think that's going to happen. And honestly, I think that you talk about chip on the shoulder. Lamar Jackson's going to have a heck of a game, I think. And I think the Ravens win this game. Well, they very well might. I didn't like how the Chiefs looked last week. They um, they were punting the football a lot. That was not a good day at the office right. offensively. Five of their first six possessions against the Chargers resulted in a punt. And, um, like, I think there was a little bit too much made. I would have gone for it in overtime when it was fourth and one for the Chargers. I think they should have done that. Tony Romo was saying that at the time. But some of the conversations this week is just like, Mahomes is certainly going to score. It's just a matter of, is it a touchdown? Is it a field goal? Like, uh, he's not guaranteed. They punted five of their first six possessions. Like, Harrison Butker, he put on a kicking clinic at the end, right? He hit a 53-yarder. There's right. a penalty. Well, he hit the 58-yarder. Well, the Chargers called timeout. Well, he hit the, right. another 58-yarder. This was not a layup with the Chiefs going down and even getting in field goal territory. So I think that conversation just went a little bit too far. You've got to be aggressive against the Chiefs, but I don't think you've got to be radically aggressive as if anytime Mahomes touches the ball, it turns to gold. We got points no matter what. That's just not the case. Right. You're exactly right. And I tell you what, I, I, I'm looking forward tremendously to this game. I really am. But I'm almost sorry because it's so early in the season. It, it's kind of like almost a playoff game, playoff implications in a sense. I mean, you see this game in the playoffs and you know, I, I don't want to see it in September. I, I want to see this game in November and see it again maybe in January. But you know, that's the way that people do it on TV. And, you know, it's going to be tremendous ratings tomorrow night. I know it will be. Yeah, it will. And look, they faced each other in week three last year. And that was a great game also. So, look, glass half full. I hear you. It's not later in the season. But these teams are relatively healthy. That's the right. other part. Like, you had Mahomes miss a couple of games last year. Can you imagine if it's Chiefs-Ravens and Mahomes is out? How much that would suck. So that's the opposite end of the spectrum where I know it's early in the season, but at least these guys are healthy and under center. Yeah, and you say healthy. I mean, don't you talk about football injuries. Let's say, God forbid, COVID COVID situation. Yeah, I mean, sure. maybe that's why they put it early on the season. I mean, you get a, a COVID situation back in, uh, in November, then you're up the creek. So we'll see what happens. But this will be a great game. This is the best game of the week. It could be, well, there's some real good games, but this – Packers Saints today is a good one too. That's tonight. But Chiefs Ravens, I mean, you got to go Google over that. And we talked about there shouldn't be any other sporting event going on at the same time (laughs) Monday night against the NHL is doing. What are you doing? Game six of the Stanley Cup final. This could be your crescendo. Think of like a fireworks display. This is the grand finale. Why would you have it on the same night as the NFL? Like, the NFL is dominating the ratings. If you look at the top 10 ratings, all NFL, 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 NFL this year. <laughs> Why would you go head-to-head with it? Why? I mean, Wait who until Wednesday. I would love to see some media guy maybe interview Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, or someone who made that decision because, to me, you want to showcase your premier event. Look, hockey ratings are not even anywhere near NBA, NFL. Maybe they're in the same category as maybe Major League Baseball. I don't know. I haven't looked. I think in Canada, the ratings must be through the roof. But in the U.S. of A., 
It's not that great ratings, and it's not great TV. It's not great drama like the NFL. Yeah. So You've got to be smart. You've got to be smart about how – look at the NBA. Right. When the NFL started, did you notice that the NBA took a couple of days off? Yes, they did. When the NFL was around where it was like uh, – I think it was a Monday night game. I have to go back and look, but that Miami – Boston series. They just took a couple of days off. Right. They're like, we're not going to go head to head with the NFL. We look like morons to you. You're but exactly the NHL right. is like, well, yeah, let's play three games in four nights. Oh, they don't even know head to head with Chiefs Ravens. Wow, well, oh, whatever. They don't even notice in better. NFL. No, but I think the Boston game today against Miami, if Boston should win and set up a seventh game, I understand that game's going to be Wednesday because A, they don't want to go against Monday football. Right. Tuesday's the presidential uh, debate, yeah. and Wednesday's open. So you got so Wednesday look night. For a better window. Right, it's smart. It's smart business. So that's bad. But going back to what you said about this game, Andy, you're right about the Ravens' inability to come back from behind. How about this? It's half positive, half negative. The Ravens they are 19 and 0 when leading at halftime with Lamar Jackson. Right when he took over halfway right. through the 2018 season. So with Lamar under center, they're 19 and 0 when having a lead at halftime. They're 0-5, including the playoffs, when they're trailing at halftime. Wow. So you think about Mahomes, the Chiefs have come back in six straight games when they were trailing by double digits. And Lamar, he doesn't have a win to his credit when the Ravens are trailing at halftime. So that, to me, is the separator right there. Can you win when you're playing from behind? The Chiefs can. The Ravens haven't yet. And I'm more concerned with uh, Vinay, our executive producer, bar none, the best in the business, talking about the appetizer platter for the game. He uh-huh. says no appetizer. He wants a sampler platter. So I guess okay. we'll get him the sampler platter. Sampler That's of fine. what, though? What are we looking Vinay at? Here, no, no, well, I, I, was say, I was saying to Andy, you don't go for the appetizer sampler platter. What would be on that platter? Oh, I right. mean, the typical like, one is what, like, shrimp. Uh, I don't go shrimp. No, I don't no. do seafood. It's wings. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't do any seafood at all? Nope. Don't do, don't eat seafood Anton, at all. Not wow. even a tuna sandwich. Nope. Oh. No salmon? Nope. It wow. all tastes like salt water to me. Wow. Oh, man. Okay, that's regrettable. But okay, go, yeah, go back so to it. What are we looking we'll at? We'll go sampler platter. We'll go with wings. Flats, hot. Uh, we'll go with mozzarella sticks. So you go all flats, is oh, that yeah, right? Oh, yeah, all flats. Wow. I do, too. To Rob go. Parker, he, okay. he got me onto that. All fl- Flats are way better than drumsticks. Yeah. Way better. Too much cartilage in the drumsticks. You got to have the bones. You got to have the structure. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and, I, uh, I guess on my third one, we'll probably go with, uh, let's go with potato skins. Yes. Okay, good one. Or, or yeah. onion rings. Onion rings would probably be number four. Totally overrated. Fire. Hate onion rings. We can maybe go fries instead of onion rings. Yeah, let's go fries. Onion rings yeah, are so the that's worst. The, that's the sample platter. That They're I not the worst. I mean, worst. But you don't like them. That's fine. Well, I got tartar sauce above onion rings on the horrid power rankings. So you're oh right. Goodness. There are worse things in life than <laughs> onion rings, although not many. All right, we move on. Thank you so much, Vinay. As always, he's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. Taco Bell saved the day. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Nose picks right around the corner, about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, at the top of the hour, which is 9 o'clock on the East Coast, you'll have Mike Harmon and LeVar Arrington. You get them on iHeartRadio app, on Sirius XM Channel 83, and of course on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates, Harmon and Arrington. Top of the hour, but right now it's time for my partner, Brian Noah, Nose Picks. Are you ready for it? 
Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Now the time has come for nose picks. All right, nose Andy picks. Furman, I had a theme last week that was taking the under, right? You all know that song, Low Rider. That was a Low great Rider. song. Yes. Low yeah, I had uh, all kinds of production and everything. I took three unders. Guess what? Well, oh, for three. three. Didn't hit any of the unders. Okay, oh so word. no theme this week. The theme is thrown out the window. I'm just picking games well, I'll tell here. you what I know. It's the dumbest Bet I ever heard of. I know. It actually, it bets. You know, it's plural, unfortunately, last week. But week three, this is where we rebound, Andy Furman. All right, let's go with this. Don't say we. You. Oh, it's it's just me now, huh? It's I'm on an island picks. now that I did terrible it's last week. Picks. Okay. All right. I've got the Arizona Cardinals. Let's start off with a win here. Right, go. minus six against the Lions. Kyler Murray, as Chris said, our technical producer. Kyler Murray will do unspeakable things to that Lions defense. That Lions defense is a wreck. They're terrible. It's a no sin. pass rush. So Kyler Murray, he feasts on the Lions today. Lay the six. Go with the Cardinals. You with me? You're taking the safety route today. I see it. What's wrong with it? Win is a win is a win is a win, baby. You're right. You're right. Okay, I'm going to get a little radical here. Okay. A little risky. Right. Falcons minus three. Ooh. Desperation here. Ooh. They're 0-2 on the season. Should have beaten the Cowboys. What would it be saying about the Falcons had they recovered an onside kick, which should have been pretty easy last yeah. night or last yeah. week? I, I think we'd be a lot higher on the Falcons going into this game. So I think that matters. I don't well, You're playing love on the it. desperation aspect. Yeah, desperation. Also, they're putting up points. Yeah. Offense is still good. Yep. I don't like the injury to Julio Jones, but you're still putting up points. Um, and I, I just don't think Mitch Trubisky is the guy to take great advantage of that Falcons defense, which isn't anything to write home about. So I'm going to lay the three. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Desperation prevails yeah. today. You with All me? Right. Yeah, okay. I'm with okay. you. Okay. And last one. I think it's a shootout with the Cowboys and Seahawks. I'm taking the over 57 and a half. No pass rush That's a good the Seahawks. one. I like that one. Okay, I, I, right, I got the over the 61. We're back on the same team now. All okay. right, Andy Furman, okay. it's time to go your own way. What do you I'm have for us I'm going my own morning? way. By the way, Taco Bell saved Steve Smith's life. How do I know? Because it was on the 10 questions with the Kyle Brand podcast. Now, was a wide receiver at Santa Monica City College back in the 90s. The future five-time pro bowler worked at the fast food restaurant Taco Bell. And if not for the job, he initially took to help him pay for his homecoming dance, Steve Smith said he likely would have been shot by a teammate who Smith said he pummeled in a fight during a recent practice. Now, while the teammate waited for Smith to show up during a walkthrough on a Friday morning for a game that night, Smith was excused to work his shift where? At Taco Bell. And Smith said, oh, the guy I got in a fight with, he was waiting in my locker area with a pistol. He was in the locker room. He was waiting basically to shoot me. He didn't explain what happened and why he saw this guy waiting for him was shooting it, but he did transfer to Utah, and then he became a third-round pick and one of the league's best receivers. There you go. I'm going quick. Two for you here. So a neighbor called sheriff's deputies to a neighbor's house, right? Yeah. Because he was hearing someone saying, shoot, shoot. (laughs) And so the cop showed up. Turns out... The guy, he was watching the hockey game. He was watching no. game three of the Stanley Cup final. That's right. He was oh. like, we're like, nope, we're just screaming for Steven Stamkos. So that was the reason the cops laughed it off. All, all was fine. No big deal. No. And how about this? Knicks team owner, James Dolan, 
Ugh. So there's a, a Democrat by the name of Max Rose, and he ripped James Dolan recently. He said, Dolan's got to sell, drives the team into the ground, man. It's disgraceful. So Dolan is funding the other person running against this guy out of spite. Wow. There you go. Uh, thank you so much. I'll tell you what, Enjoy the games. We'll see you next week. There you go on Fox Sports Radio. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.